I'm gonna go tweak my nipples in anger. Hello, Internet, and welcome to the A to Z Horrorcast. This is the creatively titled podcast brought to you by us over at A to Z Horror.com. I'm Jack, and sitting across from me is Jake. I was freezing my balls out there. <laughs> I actually wasn't. It's really fucking hot. It's so hot today. And sitting next to Jake is someone else who shows he's mad by taking off his shirt and slamming doors. It's Mark. <laughs> yeah, that's that's most of what I do. <laughs> For those of you unfamiliar with our Crack Jack operation, we watch and review one horror movie a week, and then we get drunk and argue about it. This week, we watched 2017's The Gracefield Incident. And guys, I think I got this. This was a Mark pick. Yes, yeah. that's correct. You yeah. do say it's yes. a Mark pick every week. You're right yeah, about 25%. But this one, I knew 100% confidently was a Mark pick. There's yeah. no way it wouldn't have been. Because <laughs> it's so good is why. And we will dive into that movie real soon. And when we do, fair warning, we're going to spoil just the absolute shit out of it. Uh, if you like what we do and want to support the show, you can head on over to patreon.com slash A to Z horror and support the show at your level of choosing. Get some cool perks for whatever different tier you subscribe at. But if you can't and you just want to hang out and listen to us jib jab for a little while, that's Jib-jab. fine too. We just appreciate you being here. But for now, we'd better do the getting drunk part. So on that score, let's do beers for fears. Hey, Mark. Yes. What are your beers for these fears? Uh, I want to know well, about these ones. This movie. Um, oh, boy. <laughs> doesn't really. It's a uh, strong start. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> look, I'm drinking a space dust. I, I don't really need to go out too I, far out of my way to explain that one. It, this movie kind of phones it in. I'm kind of phoning it in. It's an alien movie. I'm actually He's happy he got dust. it because I looked for it and it wasn't where I was. So I, okay, I'm i going to go next. I, I got one more thing, though. That okay, I, uh, good. good. Uh, I did that one first because it's a beer. I'm also drinking a Moscow Mule. Not a, really a beer for fear, but maybe like a booze for this cruise. I don't know. Um... Anyway, I'm drinking a Moscow Mule because it's sort of ambiguously foreign, much like everything else in this movie. This movie is okay. We're gonna have to, it's absolutely not ambiguously foreign. Yeah. It's okay. Not. It's set in a very specific location <laughs> and accurate to where it's set. But so I'm I'm well, talking about the the people themselves. The location yes. is is in Quebec. No, no, but. people too. Eh, really? That is that is the heaviest French Canadian accent you will ever hear. Uh, Quebecois. Okay, fine. Doing. I'm English not. Sound. I'm not very cultured. So, <laughs> Mark, um, I almost. Also got a space dust because it's an alien movie. You get space dust. That's what you do. Yep. I didn't. I wanted to sidestep that, so I got a different space beer. I got a Lagunitas Super Cluster Citra Hopped Pale Ale, a beer of intergalactic proportions. What if it's just like, okay, I'm not going to help you. Never mind. Doesn't matter. That's not all I've got. Okay. That's not all I've got. I've also got the Rogue Brewing Bat Squatch Hazy yep. IPA. Yep. This is a movie that Sasquatch is discussed heavily in, and I didn't find a Sasquatch uh, beer. I found a Bat Squatch yeah. beer. Third, okay. I got, and this... This I know. This letting you know how seriously I'm taking this because I do not want to drink this. Oh, this is a beer I do not want to drink. Yeah. I, it's, it's a Red Hook beer. Of, well, that's say no more. Well, I like some Red Hook beers, yeah. man. They're fine. What's wrong with Red Hook? Nothing's yeah. wrong with Red Hook. The problem with this one is it's a raspberry saison. Oh, Jack. And I am not excited about this, but Jack, Jack, this Jack. is a Mothers of the Sun beer because this is a movie. Okay. If there are any themes, it's parenthood and the inherent struggles therein. Sure. And doing what you want for your kids about mothers and sons. 
So it fits the theme of this movie. I'm taking one for the team by drinking a beer that I'm sure I will not like. Jack, Jack, um, Jack, Jack, Jack. And then I got a bunch of Coors Lights. Jake! You want to talk about taking one for the team? Oh, Billy. Yeah. Yes, I do. Um, well, so I do have to say, uh, did not have Space Duster. I probably would have taken the easy way. They had it at Albertsons, to be clear. I did not go to Albertsons. I, I gave Batsquatch a gander. Uh, I gave Yeti a gander. Yeah, also And I decided fine. against it. Uh, and I just... You know, every day we stray farther from God's light. Oh, Christ. So in observance of that, Jesus Christ. I'm going to take a Sierra Nevada Torpedo, which I think adequately describes what this movie does to your psyche. It torpedoes it. And I'm going to torpedo that with the most bland, ungodly horseshit on the market. And then I'm going to suffer through it. And guess what? There are two cups here. Did you get a Natty Light? Did you get some no, Natty Light? No, no, I didn't. Because did they drink get, Natty Light. I mean, the, the easy you get, one. Did you get beer? B-I-E-R? That one? I got I got a beer of sorts. I got the beer that actually came to mind first when I thought about how this movie made me feel. And that's a Line and Kugel Summer Shandy. Well, at least that's <laughs> fucking delicious. Well, it's not going to be when I combine the two. Oh, Christ. And torpedo us straight to hell. You so, both know here you go. that there was a straight down, the, there was a beer in the movie. They drink a shitload of Natty Light. Take a picture of this. I did not see that. They, they, there's a scene where they're just basically like he's sitting at the table talking to him about how he's like his doctor. I think that's where you get the backstory. I don't fucking know. This is gonna be as your bonkers. doctor and your friend. Yeah. You've been drinking a lot. It's when he's like, yeah, it's when he's at the thirtieth birthday cake. He's turning thirty. Mm, cool. Hey, I gotta say, it's a little bit of a weird move for a bunch of thirty year olds to be drinking natty ice, natty light still. Yeah, Whatever. you can do better. I don't know. The I'm beer drinking selection. a bunch of Coors Lights right now. Coors, yeah, Coors Lights is good, awesome. bro. <laughs> don't fucking ever say that. Natty's okay. like a high school beer. So this is taking one for the team. Look, I don't want to torpedo in ourselves. I don't want to get a hubris thing going here, but boys, I think I might have finally broken a losing streak this week. I uh, think it's possible. You might have. Uh, because over at the Patreon page, you get to vote on who loses beers for fears, what movies they have to watch as a result, and sometimes the polls even go up on time. So, uh, Like one in ten weeks, maybe, on time? Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just, I probably don't sound very, I'm far from my mic. I'm trying to pour beers together. You got I'm, a lot going on. You also look to be shaking a little bit. You all right there, buddy? He's got Jack. Okay. <laughs> let me tell you a story. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> it's a Sunday. College football started again yesterday. I'm feeling it, okay? Okay. Hell yeah. I'm I do not have here. a dependence on alcohol, I swear. <laughs> I'm, my hands are always shaking. I have tremors. <laughs> now, ordinarily on the podcast, this is wearing too much. <laughs> Shut up. Ordinarily on the podcast, this is where we talk about what else has been rocking our horror worlds. And I've got some stuff to talk about this week because Mark is what was rocking my horror world for a little bit last <laughs> week. He took advantage of a very drunk me and made me very frightened. Uh, but it's the first of the month as we record this and maybe as we release it. And uh, that means it's time to do the horror release roundup where we're going to compile all the movies we can find coming out of the course of the next month in the horror world. And over at the website, we'll kick you the full list, give you links to trailers and a blurb on each of them. But here on the podcast, we're just going to talk about the top one, the bottom one, and a dark horse pick. So, Mark. Yes. Let's start at the bottom because I think it might be universal. I don't know this to be the case. I think it might be universal. Yeah, this month. It what's is your universal. bottom one for September of 2019? Uh, it's a little joint starring Barbara Crampton called Reborn. I'm pretty sure we all had this one. Uh, we it did. looks terrible. That I mean, does really not bad. look good. Uh, yeah. This is a month. There are like 19 plus movies coming out this month. A few more if you count like the ones that we've talked about in the past and are actually getting a new release date. And like legitimately. Two of them are probably in the conversation here between Reborn and The Curse of Buckout Road. At least Buckout yep. Road looks like they kind of had fun making it. This looks, Reborn does not look good. Well, well 
and it has Danny Glover for some weird reason. And that is interesting enough to keep that from getting my bottom one, but it uh, was... To be, to be it, clear, talk, Curse of Buckout Road has Danny Yes, Glover. not yeah. this one. This has Barbara Crampton, who, I mean, Danny Glover and she are not similar, but no. I feel... I, I'm okay with watching a Barbara Crampton movie. Yeah. However, this one is not one of those movies that I will probably be okay watching. Yeah, I will say that the, the Curse of Buckout Road... I don't know if it's the frame rate. I don't know. Like, I'm not a film studies guy. I don't know exactly the the technology that went wrong, but it looks so <laughs> fucking choppy. I don't know if that's a compression issue or an uploading issue or a that's frame YouTube rate land, issue. Dude, but I it looked can't. so choppy. Like, why wouldn't you fix that before you release that trailer? Why? It's probably yeah. It's YouTube. like they shot on like a really shitty digital camera. Yeah, I I'm gonna say I doubt that's the movie. I'm guessing here. I, I have no idea, but either way, the trailer looked terrible. But I did still pick the Crampton joint. Sorry, Barbara. I wanted to not, but it just does not look good. I'd also like to revisit something for a second, Jake. Back to Beers for Fears for just a hot minute. Yeah. You said you were taking one for the team, but now you've I'm taking exactly as much for the team as you are. You're actually taking more. Because I have my own one. I'm taking I'm actually taking this one for the team. Well, Jack. Oh, my you know, goodness gracious. Uh, Cheers, buddy. This is weird. This is a weird con- this is a weird concoction. Okay. Well, so Jake, it's safe to say though, that was your pick as one. Uh, oh, oh and remind yeah. me of the name because I've already forgotten it. Reborn. Reborn. Reborn, yeah. Yeah, just, great name, too. Also, just the concept. Like, this is this is all those horse shit movies. She's literally resurrected by lightning and then has electric powers. Sure. Yikes. Sure. Well, let's get a little bit out let's of the negativity the here. Why don't we just go right up to the tippy top here? Top oh. one. But I think yeah. we need a little bit of a stipulation uh, this month because It Chapter 2 is coming out. Yeah. And so if we want to talk about anything besides It Chapter 2, I mean, let's talk about It Chapter 2 a little but I think we need a top one that isn't It Chapter 2. Yeah, let's just talk about It Chapter 2 and then I, give another movie. I don't like that you're taking credit for the rule that I created because when I was looking through the Google document we were all writing and I did notice that despite there being a top one that isn't It Chapter 2, Jack, you picked It Chapter 2 as your top run. Yeah, I and didn't then... notice that until I <laughs> chained, put it, posted it to the website and then I did have to change it. So. Yeah, okay. I'm glad you did see it eventually. Little peek behind the curtain. Mark, this is such a professional organization that it breaks the immersion when you <laughs> reveal the seams okay sorry i think my bad you did it organically in any case let's talk about it chapter two looks amazing it chapter one rule to be good yeah it was everyone knows about and the cast in it chapter two yeah bill hater so good jessica chastain holy shit awesome just rad yeah i mean look no bones about it that movie should for all i mean there's basically no way that's not a great movie it, it could amazing. be, we- yeah. I, no, I agree. It looks yeah. like it's gonna be long as fuck, but uh, I don't so even mind with this one. one. It chapter one yeah. was like two and a half hours. Wasn't but it? that, but that was mind. a two and a half hour movie that felt fine. Yeah, basically because was it was a good movie. Yeah, like absolutely. Yeah, this is going to be a good movie. Everyone knows it. And September sixth, I think is so. It coming coming right Friday, the fuck out. Yeah. When you hear this, uh, yeah, we're yeah. all gonna be there. Cool. Wow, I'm a little bit worried. The first one had a lot of like the nostalgic whimsy of like what it's like to be a kid in the summertime. Oh, Jesus, Jack. I don't think this one will have that. You'll still cry. I'll probably still cry. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to sure. have the kid stuff. For sure. Because there's going to be the reminiscence and the, I don't know, they're going to have whatever, Frankie, what was his brother's name? Mikey. He likes <laughs> sure. it. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. That kid, he's in the trailer. They're he gonna, likes it. They're going to call Mikey back. likes it. Yeah. <laughs> he doesn't like it in this one. So, Mark. Yes. Other than it, chapter two, what do you like for the month of September? Hey, uh, who's the guy who plays Pennywise? Bill Skarsgård. That's correct. He has another movie coming out this month. It's a big month for Bill. Uh, this big movie's Bill. called Villains. Yep. Wherein yeah. Bill Skarsgård and his girlfriend break into a house owned by Jeffrey... Uh, shit, Jeffrey, Jeffrey M.F. and Donovan. Yeah. Fuck, man. Yeah. Fuck, uh, yeah. And his lovely wife, Kira Sedgwick. 
only to fi- they basically kidnap the the pair that owned the house and then only to find that they've been I don't know there might be like some type of zombie demon vampire child in their basement something like that. Yeah, this is kind of along there's there's a whole like line of these movies where you broke into the wrong house, right? Like bad Samaritan and all that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Or uh, what's the don't what's breathe. the one where they're Don't the, breathe. Yeah, Mark, you made me watch that other one where the kids break into the across the street neighbor's house and it's all fucked up. Oh. I cannot remember the title of that one. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, the Good Neighbor? Yeah, I think so. And then there's also the one about the where they can't talk because they're they're in the house of the blind guy. Get out. Yeah, that one's Don't Breathe. Jake just don't said breathe. it. Don't breathe. Oh, yeah. Okay. He doesn't well, listen. Speak it's up, fine. bud. <laughs> I, I did. You'll find. I was too busy talking over Jack to listen to you. Oh! Uh, anyways, Villains is I just drank some of this raspberry saison, and I do not like it, as predicted. It's worse than I it thought. It has an interesting bottle, at least. It has a, I mean, it has a Red Hook bottle. That's what, this is all red hooks coming these kind of stubby bottles. I like that you today. just spilled your beer to show me what the bottle is. No, I splashed like. a little out. It's to show you the shape of the bottle, really? Jake. Yeah, really? it was on purpose. Oh. Yeah. That stubby neck. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt you, Mark. Villains, villains is coming out the 20th of September. Uh, it looks fun and great, and I will pick anything that Jeffrey Donovan is in forever. Yep. He's so great, and he's doing a weird accent. Oh, it's yeah, so He's good. got this like kind of Savannah Southern oh, classy yeah. gentleman vibe to him. He's it's classy. Great. He's yeah. classy. I picked it, too. I'm just jumping in. Hell, it's yeah. It's mine, too. The only other thing I have to say, because I agree with everything Mark said, and that those are the reasons why. Big, big, big month for Bill Skarsgård. Uh, Micah Monroe plays his counterpart in terms of the people who break into the the house. Yeah, the woman she was in all yeah, those. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, the cast here is holistically good, and I think that it looks like it's a bit offbeat too. I'm interested to see how that works in a feature. Yep. So, I, I, I'm interested. Let me clarify. I don't even know what that level of offbeat is. It's a bit aided, quite honestly, by some of the poll quotes that it has in it. But it it has a very odd feel. Yeah, and oh, I'm sure. in to see what that ends up being. So it's going to be a cool movie. I like Shit. it definitely. Uh, we're off to a bit of a sloppy start, guys. I just realized something. You didn't pick that for your top one. I didn't pick that for my top one. I know. I was, gonna, I was just about to call you out. I, was, uh, I wanted to, and then I saw Jake picked it first, and I like to diversify a little bit. So I actually went with a movie called Haunt and not Villains. Talk about look behind the curtain. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I really, uh, look, Villains is definitely my top one. I just like to th- throw a few more things out there. And like I said earlier, there's a lot of really two. good talent this month. So you're on to your third top one now? Yeah, that's fine. We're just running through the good ones. It's good. Yeah, uh, it's Haunt good. is coming out. Uh, look, I think we've all seen this movie before. This is Houses October built. This is Funhouse Massacre. This is, I mean, Hell House Panic LLC. Fest. This is a Hell lot. Hell House yeah. LLC. Yeah, the, the one where you're like in the amusement park and someone's hunting you, or it's like intentionally supposed to be kind of spooky, but like cheesy spooky, but then monsters are actually real. No, this yeah, is it's, coming it's at an you. extreme haunted house that's a little too extreme. Yeah, exactly. This one's coming at you from Eli Roth, which is a nice little interesting extra flavor there. Uh, but the, yeah, makes me a little concerned. <laughs> Why? Uh, I don't particularly like watching some of Eli Roth's more tortury movies, and I don't know where this is going to go. Oh, yeah, I didn't get like a tortury vibe out of this one. We if, will maybe see. it is. I'm going to end up seeing it because obviously. I'll tell you. Well, let me know. Only I know. way I could see this differentiating itself from the slew of other movies that are just like this is on the torture angle. I agreed. I mean, so I'm if nervous it goes about that. hard. Yeah. Yeah. I guess, but also, like, I don't really necessarily need this to be differentiated from all the other ones because I fucking love this genre, and I'll watch, like, Fair. all of them anyway. So, you know what? Another one on the list that's competently made and looks kind of fun. I'm Agreed. fine with that. Agreed. The only thing I'll say about that one is I find it weird. I liked the quote that it had in where it's, like, a, a quiet place writers, but it's the two that weren't the one that anyone gives a shit about. Yeah. So it's like, oh, you coy bastards. Yeah, it's like when they, they claim, we got you two to write the music for this Broadway musical, yeah. and it's like... Not yeah. Bono and yeah. not The Edge, members Don't of care. U2. <laughs> yeah. You got the drummer. Yeah, exactly. Uh, man, that'd be a really good uh, fantasy thing to talk about later in the show, wouldn't it? 
Huh. Hypothetically, yeah. yeah I, no, no one, no one knows what you mean by fantasy things. So <laughs> why don't you, why don't you tease it a little bit, Mark? Hey, okay. let me pick my top one. Hold on, let him tease it really oh quick. God. Don't, don't kill the flow, Jack. Don't kill oh. the flow. Yeah, we might just be uh, talking a little bit about some fantasy horror things later in the episode. No we'll one see. knows what that means, still. including me. By the way, I still haven't figured out the second. Good teaser. Hey, Jack. Yes, sir. <laughs> so I picked neither of those two movies as my top one. That is an it chapter Good two. Man. Good man. I picked a Netflix movie, a French film. I picked the movie Marianne. Of course you did. Is this can a you, film? Can you say it French? Say it Marianne? more French-like. Yeah, is this a film or is this a series? Uh, I think it's a movie. I thought it was, but I don't actually know. I honestly don't know. I'm yeah, asking. I don't know. I don't know. Um, this is about, I think, I mean, look, I think it was, it's going to be a weird series if it's a series, but this is a supernatural horror movie about a witch. Okay. Um, and it kind of looks like a movie that does a really good job of what some of my favorite movies do, which is like the others giving you no, not like the others giving you <laughs> enough of a supernatural reason to string together a series of actually really horrifying, supernatural, scary vignettes without worrying too much about like the, you know, it's, it's a one that can really do well with good jump scares. Um, and I like those movies a lot. And sometimes they can do a pretty bad job if there's really no connective tissue. I'm hoping this won't be that, but I think it just looks really good, genuinely scary, and quite interesting. So I picked Marianne. But that's not where we end, boys, because we've also got to talk about our dark horse picks. Hey, Mark. Yes. What's got you interested as a dark horse? Maybe it's good, maybe it's bad. You don't know. Uh, so I wasn't sure what order we were going to go in, and I was really hoping we'd do Dark Horse before Top 1, and I was going to say It Chapter 2 is a really funny joke, but that didn't work. <laughs> what I'm actually going to talk funny. about is another clown movie called Gags the Clown, which uh, actually is probably out by the time you're hearing this because it comes out on the second. Um, <clears throat> I really was not expecting to be enthusiastic about this trailer when it first started. It looks ultra low budget poorly made it's just about a dude who's like air quotes terrorizing the town of green bay well yeah uh, so it's i mean to be clear around looking creepy it's based on that actual phenomenon that happened a few years ago i mean it says based on a real life phenomenon right but there were a rash of news reports and pictures of just terrifying clowns like standing near a highway exit in a small town in the midwest now and that was like sweeping the nation and we're just far enough away from that or my brain is just damaged enough to where i can't <laughs> recollect what the name of that was the phenomenon was or was it just clown sighting yeah just clown sighting that's what it was referred yeah, to yeah, yeah. cuz it it was pretty prominent for like a couple months there it was a it was real like, thing what, 2016 yeah. 2017 yeah. 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 yeah 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 i mean this isn't the first movie that we've seen come out in this regard but it is the first one that kind of caught my eye uh it looks and it's found footage i mean it is found footage i think a bunch of the other ones have been too but it's found footage. It looks pretty creepy, and then it also has this weird injection of humor as well as, like, this thing kind of looks like it goes in a weird direction toward the end once this once the plot develops a little bit more. So, mm-hmm. look, it's probably not going to be that great, but I don't know. Something in the trailer just, just kind of got me interested. I'll, I'll tell you, Mark, I know the exact sentiment of I'm going into this like, oh, fuck, I have to, this is how I'm starting out, and then... Halfway through the trailer, you're like, no, this looks awesome. You're like, wait, yeah, wait a minute. Actually, this is kind of yeah. cool. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's terrible, Jake. This you can have a smell, sip as you beer want. smells like dog food. It's terrible. It tastes like it, too. Did you say dog food or dog poo? Both. Food. Food. Okay. Uh, That's a little better. Mm, it's not good. I don't care for it. No, it's terrible. Um, Jake, yeah, what yeah. is your Dark Horse pick? Um, I'm interested to see how this goes over with you guys. But okay. Based on my past experiences, I have no choice but to put Hell, Hell House LLC 3 here. Yeah, Oof. I like it. I like it a lot. Uh, I, the, look, the first one was incredibly awesome. Instant classic. We all Fantastic. loved it. I think that's safe to say. Uh, second one, 
I got really excited, got really drunk. You'll all remember that. We were together. And I had a bad time. Jack. It was... Um, I wish I had not watched I, it. I need to go back and watch it again in prep, like in a, in a more sober mindset in preparation for this one coming out, just to get like the most objective take on it that I can. I tried but to do I this still don't think that I'm going to like it. I still yeah. don't think that I'm going to. It's going to be my cup of tea. So this could go either way, and I don't know because we have like a 15 second trailer to deal with right now at the time of this podcast recording, and that's it. And it's basically stuff from the first movie. I have no idea what this is going to do. It could there be are, good. It could be bad. There I'm are longer. The there are longer teasers out there. I specifically avoided putting them in because I didn't want to spoil myself on this one. I, I think yeah, I'm going the, blind. I'm yeah. the Hell House LLC two apologist of the group. Sure, it's not as good as number one is by a, a long stretch. Um, but that movie has like weirdly grown on me since I've watched it. I ended up watching it twice because you guys, we tried to do a shared movie thing and the audio didn't really work on my end. So I couldn't really tell what was going on. And then I watched it again myself sober, like the next day, um, and liked it a little bit more. Anyways, you can go back and listen to that episode. It was, I don't know, 40 episodes ago. We reviewed one and two at the same time. time. Yep. That's one of our only mashup episodes out there. Yeah, absolutely. Plug, plug. Anyway, it's it's a it's an interesting take. There's a chance it could be good if it recaptures the vibe of the first one. It'll be good. Well, and to be clear, in the spirit of the Dark Horse, I am hopeful because regardless of my feelings for the second, like I still hold Hell House LLC as a franchise in a positive light. The and first I'm one hopeful is that good. for this, yeah. and I will be watching this. It's going to be on Shutter, so easy barrier to entry, assuming you have Shutter. As a horror fan, you should probably get Shutter by now, guys. I mean, they're doing things. Shutter rules, yeah. Um, yeah, look, it's it's Dark Horse pick. That's for damn sure. Mm-hmm. I picked a. Different flick. Uh, okay, cool. <laughs> Tell me about it. It's starring Frankie Muniz. I knew yeah. that was going to happen. I, I was waiting for this one to come up. That dude does not make it. He doesn't look normal and right as an adult. No, he doesn't. No, it's Okay, weird. go. Yeah. Continue. That's this is a movie called The Black String. Yeah. He's like, a, the, ostensibly, he's what, a, like a lonely worker, just like work-a-day guy who hires a prostitute who infects him with some kind of supernatural horror virus. And sure. it looks vaguely body horror-y, vaguely supernatural. Oh, it sets itself up. It terrifying. sets itself up as that's the interesting thing that I, from my take was that it sets itself up as a body horror flick, but the body horror is via a supernatural pl- input. STD. Yeah, yeah. I don't Sexually know. transmitted body horror. It just it looks good to me, man. It looks well made. I don't know. I'm I'm excited for this one. I hope it's great. It probably won't be. And when's the last time you saw Frankie Muniz? Agent uh, Cody Banks? Was it Agent Cody Banks? He doesn't yeah, act basically. anymore, man. I know. I I don't know. Surprising. So maybe it's great. It pulled him out of retirement. I yeah, did. Why? That, that's why the did thing this that caught me off guard about this one is like he's famously retired, sitting on his pile of money and like being happy and racing go karts and shit. Uh, what, I'm just confused. What he saw in this movie that was like, yes, maybe now, it was a. Do we know the one? Yeah. What is the? I, maybe there's a friend or there's like a relative who's. Of making films now, and he's like, "I'll do you solid, whatever. Fuck it, I'm happy. I'm sitting on money. I don't give a shit." There yeah. you go. Yeah, hey, that could be cool. I'm excited to see it. Yeah. Okay, cool. <laughs> you should watch it. <laughs> I will. Why is Danny Glover in Buckout Road? What else is he gonna do? He has a friend. Not that you know. <laughs> he's doing a solid. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Sure. Maybe. It's gotta be time to go to the future presentation. Okay. Okay. Over at ADCHorror.com this week, we watched 2017's The Gracefield Incident, and that's thanks to Mark. Woo! We have Mark to blame for this I one. love how you always say it in such a 
Oh, yeah. I am. You do this weird thing. Your energy, I can see it flowing from your mouth to the computer <laughs> where he's sitting. Yeah, well. It's a weird thing. He deserves happens, it. Listener, you, you just have to be Directing it towards here. him. Mark, you yeah. and I have both seen this before. Damn! Uh, yes, second correct. viewing. I didn't know that you'd seen it. I yeah. Had. I don't remember why I had seen this before, but I <laughs> definitely remember watching it before. Lost bet? It I don't know if this a was a bet. lost bet or if this was just you wanted to, you just threw it on because we were all intrigued by it. Maybe. Maybe Woof. that's it. Yeah, I Woof. don't know. Um, yeah, I'd seen it once before. I was very drunk the first time I saw it. All I remember about this one, having not seen it, I was the sole yep. cast member who had not seen it, was the not being inspired by the trailer because elbow rules on the Pong, guys. Oh, that that whole Pong, we'll talk about this later. But that We're whole, not going to need to dissect their Pong. is a disaster. We don't need to dissect it. <laughs> it's a disaster. It. We don't need to dissect it. It's, it's fine. soup to nuts. Cheek to jowl. Yes. Again, those two things mean <laughs> not the same thing. Agree to disagree. Okay. Jake, you hadn't seen this before. That word does not mean what you think it means. What? <laughs> you had not seen this before. No. But you've heard us talk about it a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah, I knew. Yes, I, I have one distinct thing that I associate this movie with. Okay. And that's Mark saying something, 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 Graceville incident, something, 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 the room. And that's all I remember. Yeah. Mark, Mark seems to. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, okay, we'll talk about it. <laughs> In any case, Mark, you picked this movie. I did. And you know what that means. 30 seconds are about to be on the goddamn clock, and as soon as I can find my stopwatch, it's going to start when you start. This is a recurring theme for you. D- d- does your stopwatch app move from week to week? Well, I have a new phone this week. Not oh, this, week. this week. For a couple of weeks now. <laughs> he's just been drunk every time he's recorded. No, I've but I've been doing well, the 30-second yes. plot synopsis or using my watch. Okay. And I'm not good at using my watch. When I use my watch, it's not always 30 seconds. <laughs> In any case, Mark, it's going to start when you start. A group of friends go into the Quebec wilderness for a weekend getaway to celebrate one of their 30th birthdays. Uh, when they get there, during their revelry, a massive object falls out of the sky, and they go and uh, search for what it is. They end up finding a hole. They stick their hand into said hole and pull out a meteorite that they put into a bag. Shortly thereafter, they start getting assaulted by alien forces that screw with everything um, and eventually like pick one and one and one of them off. Uh, at the end, they find out that the thing that they grabbed was actually an egg, and that's what the aliens wanted the whole time. And then the aliens return their naked friends to the, to the Earth, and everyone lives happily ever after. They have a kid at the end. Time. Yeah. It's all about huh. parenthood. It's all about mothers and sons. Mark, that was perfectly timed. Uh, felt rehearsed to me. Felt a little rehearsed. That uh, felt rehearsed? Uh, a little bit. I don't know. You know. Dude. Mark, you did a very good job, my friend. Okay, thank you. That That's was a Hollywood. great plot synopsis, and it happened in precisely 30 seconds. So good on you. Yeah, you really hit everything. Yeah, uh, well, the only thing I missed was that at the very beginning of the movie, the main couple uh, lose their child in a car accident, and that sort of, like, is supposed to underpin the, like, dramatic elements of this movie. They don't really do a good job of that, but that's, no, that's where you get... They don't, don't really... Ad- yeah, okay. That's that's yeah. where the that's where the parenthood themes come from, is that initial tragedy. Their unborn child, mind you. Yeah. Unborn child. Yeah. yeah. Mind you. <laughs> but now it's time for our world-famous segment. Oh, what in the fuck subgenres of horror does this fit into besides alien? Because I'm taking that one. Foreign. Sure. It's Canadian. Look, dude, the most foreign of the f- Canadian is the French Canadian. This is very Canadian, <laughs> Mark. There's uh, at least one other layup. There. Oh, found footage. Yep, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, to be more specific, that's kind of it. This is alien, they come to us. Yes. Thank you. Uh, That's kind of it. That, that really comedy? is it. Yeah. No. What? Comedy? No, Mark. No. No. Maybe a, a hint of people no. getting fucked with in the woods, but not really. No. Oh, also, yeah, no. people getting fucked with in the woods. They are in a wood-like setting. No. No. People, people <laughs> no. getting fucked with in the cornfields? 
that it. counts. That's it. That's it. That's it. I'm glad we win awards for this segment. We sure do. We it's do not it even because I introduced it. We do it because I said of it, the brevity I said world of the famous, segment. Not award winning this week, but doesn't we matter. wouldn't be world famous if we didn't win awards for it. Yeah, that's that's true. We're not one of those fucking restaurants that just says world famous coffee. Like, this is <laughs> this isn't the three from hell trailer. Okay. <laughs> I'm so happy that. we didn't talk about that horse shit. God <laughs> damn it. Fuck. <laughs> oh! All right, Mark. Yes? You got us into this fucking mess. What does this movie do right? I did not write very much down. Um, <laughs> really? Literally, I had one bullet point, uh, which was okay. just, it has heart. Does it? I went Gene Hackman with it. <laughs> I think it does. I think it does to a degree, actually. Um, I found myself being a little more generous than usual because this is a small movie, you guys. It is a very small yeah. movie. Yeah. I mean, this this was written, directed, and acted in by the same guy, along with some other people. Matthew something. What's his last name? Matthew. Rothy? Matthew. Matt, Mark. Matt Rothy. Mate. Oh, I thought you were saying his last name. I was like, wait, it's Matt. Matt, his Matt is, Matthew? His first name is Mattia. Yeah. M-A-T-T-I-E-U. And you don't know his last name. Uh, I don't know how to pronounce his last name. Really? Yeah. I thought you were the French guy. I am the French guy. Well, you don't, you don't I'm the most to... French guy. You don't know how to do it? We'll put it that way. Just saying. Anyway, it's, it's weird. A, it's all, it's all anyways, yeah, I'm saying it's weird. Anyway, it's a small movie, uh, so I found myself being a little more generous, but I, there, was, there were some things in this movie that I thought that it did right, and I think the thing that I'm going to circle in on is that there were sequences you kind of have to take them in a vacuum, but there were sequences that I thought worked for a small movie. There's one in particular, two, two that I'm going to highlight, actually. One, uh, there's a sequence in this movie where he, his, maybe it's his wife's younger brother. Yes. Whoever, the younger kid who's the, there. I'm confused how everyone knows everyone else. Sure. Story. We'll Trey, talk about Trey a the lot. asshole is the younger yeah. brother of Mattia's wife. Oh, cool. Don't care. Don't even know the names of any of these people. He puts him to bed because he's in like a state in the basement, and then he gets this symbol on the TV and static, all that, whatever. He comes upstairs, and you get that sequence where he comes upstairs, and the door's open, and there's misdirection, and things are moving, and it's dark, and it's silent. That actually works fairly well, and I thought that it was well-constructed. And then another one that I'm going to highlight is the use of the balloons throughout uh, the that movie. That was my yeah, main I one. Actually, I right really like the balloons. I really like that. There are things that are really really bad about the about balloons. Yeah. about that yeah. that we will get to but the balloons as a thing that are utilized throughout the film particularly the one that I'm going to circle in on prime is in the cornfield okay. that was where it made the most impact on me personally but I I liked that utilization and I thought that was fairly novel are you talking so about where had... they tie where they tie the camera to the balloons or no, where no, are no, the no, balloons I'm are about... guiding them away from the cornfield no I am talking about where they it's also, a, I thought it was a fairly good shot where they're in the crop circle and they like kind of do this perspective. It's like thing a hallway where they're yeah. looking down the hallway of one of the longer areas of it, and there's like the tied together. Where they're just there balloons. and they shouldn't oh, be yeah. there. Yeah. yeah, and they were like, "Fuck, those were in the woods. Why are they here?" It's that kind of things are not as they should be. That's the like, best. The the best parts of the Blair Witch Project do that stuff really well, right? They're yeah, tied up things outside the camp, like weird. Yeah, shit it like was that. one of those. But yeah. there were there were sequences that were like that in this movie. And then one more that I'll highlight, even though I said I only had two. Uh, near the end of the film, there is I think it's just Mathieu and his wife are in the cabin and. Things are swirling around for a small movie. Everything <laughs> that was hap- everything that was happening inside that cabin, it looked pretty good, and I thought that it was fairly well accomplished for what they were trying to get at. Yeah. So, I, I, like, kudos—they did good work. It had heart. 
They I think that circles in on it. This movie had heart. There, they were, did a, there were moments. They did a really good job sometimes with what they had. Yeah, absolutely. And, Jake, I literally had – there are good sequences in here written yeah. down and what it does right, too. Yeah. The ones you cited are good. The other ones I really, really liked were when he's at the top floor of the cabin and all the red okay. balloons come up from like, like simultaneously from okay. around the yeah, house. Yeah, everything gets untied at the same time. That one sure. was fucking yeah. scary. Yeah, Really cool. And yeah. the other one I really liked was after everything's swirling, like there's a – I don't know – three to five second chunk where everything's floating and it hasn't fallen yet. Yep. And the effects yeah. in that were fantastic before everything falls. Yeah, this once. movie did some things really, really well. well. Yeah, absolutely. That looked great. So, absolutely. Completely no, but th- those are, like, I'm circled, yeah. And that's where the heart tied all together into a nice little package. Tied so, to a balloon, yeah, released yeah. above a cornfield. I totally agree with what you're saying there. I think what I was getting more at was that there is some intangible X factor in here that, like, I do enjoy watching this movie. I'm not going to be upset if we have to go back and watch it again eventually. Uh, <laughs> it's it's like it's lovable in how hard it tries and it does execute things well to a certain extent. But also some of the things are so baffling that it's in a way very charming to watch. Yeah. <laughs> Tell me about a couple of them. Oh, a lot of I mean, a lot of the dialogue, like I, basically, like you said earlier, it's almost like watching The Room. Well, it's almost it's like what well, you said I said earlier. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, tell me about that. It's like that a again. really smart give, thing you said a minute yeah, ago. Yeah, give your full take <laughs> on how this is like the room, please. The well, because none of the like progression of the movie makes sense. The dialogue is crazy, the editing is bonkers. Uh, most of the things that can't that happen in here are like just fundamental misunderstanding of how things work. But I do but it's earnest. It it comes yeah. at that earnestly. They wanted to make a good quality film, and they believed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah they they're not. In it. They're not setting out to make a B movie, but they did it anyway. And those are the B movies that matter, and people should watch. Yeah, and nobody. It doesn't yeah, feel that's like anybody. Actually, I want to let that breathe for a second. Yeah, that's a good point. Oh, I did it. Let I made a good point. <laughs> Let it breathe. Okay. I did bed it, guys. some bed something. That's like a more you know type statement, okay? <laughs> okay, okay. Thank you. I'm okay, sure that's you, what I'll use to bed it. Yeah, can you splice in that little chime thing right here? You could all, you could honestly bed like Danny DeVito's character and Sonny having sex in Lethal Weapon Six. I don't care. Bed something. It'll probably be Scatman's World. Ooh. Don't do that. Uh, if you're looking for a new experience, Scatman's World is the place to go. Eh, eh, eh. <laughs> Here it comes. Here comes the turn. I had nothing else for what this movie does right. Uh, me either. Yeah, me either. Okay. <laughs> the locations were decent to good. Uh, but they didn't fit within the movie. The locations were decent to good. Did you notice how I left that as a <laughs> a vacuum type statement? You said nothing more. Yeah, uh, exactly. Um, I had the eye camera in what it does middle. That's the only thing I have in does middle. I had a really? lot to say about the eye camera in does middle. I like the concept of the eye camera, and okay. I think this movie does it the best and most believably of the two movies I've seen, one of them being a segment from VHS 2. Sure. Um, but it still stinks. It's really There's no stupid. Blinking. There's no blinking. What? Well, you might not blink. Depends on how long he hasn't had the eye for. There'd be no reason to blink. You would eventually lose that muscle memory. Well, but um, they show him in other shots with other cameras blinking a lot. Yes. Yeah, so. they also, I mean, they clearly just put a big black contact in his eye and then digitally enhance it a little bit. It's clearly not a hole into which you could put a fake eye, like when he's looking at the camera with what should be a gaping hole Yeah. Um, that could fit an eye. Also, we're to believe that this can transmit wirelessly and has an endless battery and also has a microphone in it. 
Um, yeah. And what's it transmitting to? Is he walking around with like a hard drive in his pocket? It's pretty wild because later they show him having to plug it into the computer to yeah, watch the footage from it. But so maybe it's not transmitting. Maybe he just downloaded. There's a little hard drive on this the is inside cut of together. It. Yeah. Then, then I have a problem with that because then you could actually cut together a cohesive movie from the camera footage you should have gotten based on where everything is. But no, they want to show you him holding the big camera, looking at his face, screaming about aliens instead of the aliens he'd definitely be seeing out of his eye camera. <laughs> yeah. So uh, the editing has a lot of issues. We'll, we'll let's put a pin in that one. It's going to come up in a minute. But the issue, the, the concept was cool, and him being like a brilliant engineer who did the best, most believable job I've seen. Is of putting that this his thing? Is that he's a brilliant engineer? I thought he was like a video. He's a video game. game. Designer. Yeah. Jesus. But I mean he's clearly a brilliant engineer because he put this eye camera thing together. What yeah, so that's that is one of the things I had peak in Does Middle, which okay. basically the way they explain this guy making a like world first excellent video camera thing that he can pop into his eye socket is a montage of him putting a fake eye next to a phone camera. And he's being like, hmm, yeah, that'd probably fit. work. And Mark, then it's like some quick cuts, and then he's painting the outside of nope. it, and then he pops it in, and it you, works. You forgot about the scene where he puts the camera into the eye and then screws it into fucking something. I don't know. He clearly <laughs> didn't put any screw holes in the fake eye. He's just, I mean, now I'm going to screw some screws into this. That's My favorite part of it was where he frayed red that yarn. That was really cool. He frays red yarn to make it look like the blood vessels But in that's your a eye. real thing. That sent me down a sure. rabbit hole of fake eye sure. artisans. It's a whole industry. He dressed it up, man. He's like a doll maker, but Hell with an yeah. eyeball. Or he's like a fake eye maker, which is another thing that really exists. No, he's like a doll maker. So this is probably a nitpick, getting into some uh, questions here, but if your uh, if this camera thing is not attached to your the muscles in your eye, then it's not going to rotate. So how would anyone be able to see the mark? It's, it's another big part of the problem I have. Mark, okay, yeah. got it. Mark, yes, yeah. <laughs> just let me just say that we're gonna have to blow the whistle real early in this one. Oh yeah, it's, yeah. oh it's we can probably just combine movie. the does wrong with the uh, nit nitpicks. Sure, yes. But the other thing that bothers me about the eye is while it's cool and they do have like characters acknowledge it in the film. They acknowledge it in really stupid ways. Like there's one scene where he, where the meteorite first crashes and he and his friend are going out to look at it. And he's like, I've got my camera. It's recording. And his friend's like, wait, what do you mean? And he's like, no, don't worry about it. And like, if, the three and of then, us and then the revelation that that friend has like moments later is like, oh, I was wondering why your eye was glowing red. Yeah. What? Yeah. If the three of us were running out into the woods and I was like, uh, yeah, I've got my camera. It's recording. And you were like, what? And I was like, never mind. <laughs> I don't think you'd leave that there. <laughs> yeah. And then I turn to you and you have like a Terminator eye glowing yeah, red. Exactly. Side note, another nitpick. Cameras don't need red lights in order to function. Why would you put a red light into your eyeball? So I kind of here's what I kind of liked about it that. Looks there cool, is man. there is a thing yeah. where like it's like it's like with the remote, right? A camera can pick up the the infrared from a remote uh -huh. that the human eye can't. So I liked the idea. They ruined it, but I liked the idea that the other camera could pick up that it's glowing red a little bit, but people couldn't see it. Sure. Oh. But then they fucked that up with him saying your eyes glowing red. Yeah. So. They should have okay. just left some of the things out. They were like so giddy with what they had caught, like. They had the idea, and then they just went too far. Yeah. But that's all I had for Does Middle. Yeah. Let's just go. I had I, the editing in here as well. Did you? Uh, oh. <laughs> probably a good bridge. You want to just, let's just go to Does Wrong? Because I, 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 I think no, I've changed I, my tune on this I, This is the podcast of letting things breathe. I want to know why this is in the middle, buddy. <laughs> Please explain. Yeah. <laughs> so, it, it basically, degree of difficulty is why it's in the middle. The editing on balance is bad. 
and they make <laughs> okay. some preposterous choices. And also, in general, there are no less than four cameras being edited together. It's I think. so fucking confusing. Is it, they kind of arbitrarily it? decide. Oh well, there's four cameras plus the CCTV system that has like six other cameras. So it's it. not four cameras. It's the two cameras: the eye, yeah. the big cam, yeah. everyone's phone. That's recording all the time, and they can't stop it. There's a yeah. lot of dice, so they cut between anyone's phone at one point, and yeah. then the CCTV, which has eight cameras. Yeah, even though you don't see more. all eight of them, but you see a camera eight. Okay, so we have like twenty so, cameras. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So they do a lot. They obviously have a lot of work to do in order to at least attempt to maintain the found footage like feeling of it. I don't know if they succeed particularly, but you know, I'm giving them kudos for, for tying everything together, but also they definitely lose track of a lot of things. And this is where we're going into the does wrong part of this, but like great example of this, there's a scene where they show him removing his camera eyeball thing. Uh, to, I can't remember if he's like downloading it or just cause he had, needs a moment of emotional reflection or something like that. But then you immediately see the same shot you would see from his eyeball, even though it's not in his head anymore. Like, they forget where their cameras are. The continuity people here are not doing their job. Yeah, and the fact that they cut between the cell phones like that felt to me like the writers couldn't think of a way to get one of the cameras they had to where it needed to be for this cool scene they wanted to do. So they're like, ah, fuck it. And also, everyone's camera's recording all the time, but every time we show it, it's starting from zero seconds on recording, so it's all fucked up. Yeah, well, you know, time time is all wibbly-wobbly in this movie. (laughs) The clocks go like this. It's time to talk about what this movie does wrong, and... Uh A big part of what this movie does wrong is just the sheer staggering number of nitpicks in here. So I think we also are going to combine what the movie does wrong with the nitpick station. If you'd please blow the whistle. (laughs) Gentlemen, we've arrived. Thank you. And there's all the eye stuff I talked about. Can we start with if there's anything that it earnestly does wrong that isn't just nitpicks? Because we should probably talk about those exist. Yeah, let's talk about those. Yeah, there are. My prime one. These aliens are non-functionally stupid the thing is <laughs> this is in your prime house, one this is your prime one this is my prime one huh, okay. the whole driving force of the movie is the alien wants its egg it is in the house it is 10 feet from the egg and it decides you know what no i'll just fuck with them for tonight and then two days later i'll abduct three of them and then then i'll be worried about the egg and chase him down for it the and egg's in goes- a duffel bag jack they can't figure out that it's in the, the aliens are weak to duffel bag Oh, my God. Yeah, it's so fucking stupid. Like, the aliens and signs are weak to wood. And, yeah. uh same, yeah. same aliens, same aliens, yeah. <laughs> and then it this permeates the whole movie. Like, I think there must have been stuff in the script that didn't make it into the final movie because... Really? He comes to the idea that they want the egg, but then he has to bring the egg to the cornfield for inexplicable reasons. Yeah, why can't he just... The alien's on his driveway. He has the egg in his hand, and he decides to run for the cornfield. No, they yeah. have to receive it at the symbol, because the symbol and the symbol and the symbol and the symbol have to match. <laughs> yeah, exactly. God forbid the aliens Jack, carry it I, the- I do take a bit. I take a bit. I have a bit of a problem with you saying that there was something in the script that didn't make it to the movie, because, <laughs> wow. I'm pretty sure that everything that was in the script there's made it to this movie. I, there's a lot. The, I want to see the two and a half hour version of this movie. There's Bigfoot. There's God government conspiracy shit this is the canadian air force go home you're safe now (laughs) yes just that just that last scene from the megaphone on the helicopter the royal (laughs) you're going home 
Oh my. You're safe You're now. safe now. We've seen precisely uh, nothing, and there's a bunch of nude people in a cornfield, but you're safe now. So <laughs> We received a 911 call. Side note, do they have 911 in Canada? We, yes, they do, but we, the Air okay. Force, received a 911 call. <laughs> I cannot believe it. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go next because you mentioned script, and I have one here. Please. Um, it's dialogue, and Mark has mentioned how this Oof. is a lot like the room. I... So I see what you're saying for certain. However, this is not on the level of the room. I'm just going to go ahead and say that right now. They're not even on the same planet. The room is a wholly unique. Beast. Absolutely, I think. Uh, yeah, Mark's However, it. Uh, no, I totally get what you mean, though. But the dialogue is so stilted, and to the I felt like it was to the T of the script. And quite honestly, the way this ended up coalescing into the final product, I feel like what you what had to have happened was they had these actors sitting in you know the sound rooms recording reading their lines off the script and then they just pushed those together on a timing sequence because everything ends up being in that weird off-putting off-kilter non-realistic sort of way that like everybody's the same level their 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 noise level and yeah. you can almost hear the room they're in and it's all happening at once. Yeah, there's so a lot you, of yeah the ADR I think is what you're talking about in this. Basically, movie is... but it's like the way it's it's a the dialogue like the shit that they say is not how humans interact and then you match that with the ADR that is very poor Jake, and you get this weird soup that yeah, I it, just cannot stand. To it's take. so unnatural and so hard to watch. Did you have any particular lines of dialogue you wanted to call out? Because I had one. Well, give me the dialogue. I more it was how it hit me. Like the the sequence in the car at the start of the movie is one of the worst. It's and that's the line of dialogue yeah. I have. Okay, from that. well, give it to me then. Trey is addressing his brother and he calls him Tron. Yeah. And then one of the other women in the car, I'm not sure which one, says. Why are you calling him like that? Yeah, you can't tell who it is because <laughs> well, they all sound the same. But also, just so one, you can't tell who it is. But then also, the line is not, why did you call him that? Why did you give him that nickname? Why yeah. are you calling him Tron? Yeah. Why are you calling him like that? Yeah. And then he's like, oh, because he's a video game designer. It's like, wait, what? That's not what he, hold on. I really wish I had written down more lines of dialogue. There is one that I I had circled not because of how strange it sounded, but just because of how preposterously wrong it is. <laughs> Which is, uh, they play it as like this dramatic, like scare moment. It's just one of the dudes turning to the camera and going, "Birds don't fly at night." Yep, that's wrong. Birds don't fly at night. This you is know one, what, Mark? You and I talked about heavily when we talked about it the first time. <laughs> it's it's uh, a scary moment because birds don't don't fly, fly at, at night. night. There are a number of birds that are offended, sir. <laughs> Birds. Yeah. Don't uh excuse me. <laughs> Can you night. cite your sources on that one please? Yeah. <laughs> um, another thing I wanted to talk about and what it does wrong is they stray so far from paying attention to the continuity between the cameras and like the way stuff's filmed that it does become what it does wrong. And the most egregious yes. one to me is when Mathieu takes the big camera so he can have the light to call the girls even though he has his own flashlight he could use, but he's got both he's got his eye camera and he's got the big camera. He's shining. He's pointing the big camera at himself, recording his face, and then he's just like, "Oh my God, I see it! I see it! It's right there!" It's like I could definitely see it from your eye camera if you just show me that. It's like you remember Wrong the camera, show, bro. Do you remember the show on the Travel Channel, Monster Hunters? Yes, of course, of course. Yeah, it's like that where they'd have all the cameras facing themselves, and they'd be like on the island of lost dolls, and it'd be like night vision. Like, wait, what is that? I see it moving, and it's just the guy's face. 
Yeah, I mean, that's also true of all those ghost hunter shows. Instead of showing you the, the chair that's rocking itself or the window that just opened by itself, it's just the picture of the dude's face like, oh, oh my God. Yeah. If you saw what I just saw, you'd be, you would totally believe that we're real. But then this one's made double bad by the fact that it's not just a single camera whose footage we found. They Someone has cut together all of these cameras and no cut one, out a significant Well, this is one of, of those found footage. We're in the wrong section. This is one of those found footage movies that doesn't care about that part of the test. No. This is not a found footage movie in the sense that someone found footage and put it together. No, no, it's no, just no, it's a movie. That's it all could have been recorded through right? the found footage style. It's fine. Yeah, yeah. If they paid attention to it, but they fucking don't. I, this I mean, one, ostensibly, even, ostensibly, it's all just Matthew recording this stuff, editing it all together, and putting. It I, up. but I, I didn't get that sense from the movie. Like, I didn't finish this movie and was like, "Oh, Matthew, like, edited this together later to like recount what happened." I just felt like that was the method that they were using, I, I agree. and that's fine. And that's like, fine. I don't. This yeah. is not a movie. Yeah, th- I, I'm not really. I'm not putting that in what the movie does wrong. I'm just saying it's an interesting thing where it's like I, this is a found footage movie, and I don't think the found footage test applies. Right. This is like post found footage. <laughs> Cool. But then some of the reasons they have for filming are so fucking stupid. Like, there being a huge security system in the house is weird, and weird that you don't see more of it. Well, I, that's thought, fine. I had that Whatever. written down, too, and then it occurred to me that that's probably just because the guy's a big, A, government conspiracy theorist, and yes. B, Yeti hunter. Yes. Well, I mean, the real reason is that this house is a fucking beautiful house that's on a golf course, which I'm going to get to in a minute. In a minute. clearly on a golf course, uh, so it has a nice million-dollar house in Quebec. So just Just get to it now. How do you know it's on a golf course? Uh, there is a shot at the beginning of the movie. I screenshot it. I don't have access to it right now. Where It's where he says, hey, come out here. I want you to look at this. And they're looking out over the lake. But between them and the lake is some of the nicest fairway you'll ever see. Mm. Yeah, it's that makes sense. Jack, so... Jack, the authority on fairways. Well, Jake, that's why. Did you notice this? I actually did. That's way. funny. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to show you this tonight okay. when we're at Trivia. Um, that's fine. Good. Because it is. it blew my mind. And I didn't notice it the first time. But how much this is a golf course. And... The whole setting. <laughs> makes how much no- this is a golf course? Yes, and one. how much it is it- one golf course <laughs> on I mean, a scale to, on a scale from zero to one. How much of a golf course I didn't, is it? You made golf. the scale zero to one. I on a scale, scale from zero to one, fuck I this want. is golf course. And a lot is the answer. Okay. <laughs> but the whole setting, Jake, you put the setting, it does middle. I didn't squarely does wrong. No, 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 that's not what I'm saying, okay? I said there were good, there were good settings. Yeah, it was more vacuum-y Spatial reasoning has no place in this movie whatsoever. No, they, vacuum it, Jack. You're not vacuuming hard enough. <laughs> they walk the first time they're out looking for Trey. They no no uh, trees with them. It doesn't matter. They walk. I mean, forty seconds. You're seeing it in real time. They walk <laughs> thirty yards from the cabin sure. and immediately get lost. They're so lost. Like, There's no way we could ever get back. It's like you <laughs> have walked cornfield fewer than a minute. The cornfield is a quarter mile from the cabin, and the cornfield's next to an enormous cave. Apparently, what the fuck is happening with the space in this movie? Okay, you're not vacuuming hard. I agree with you. So it's like I, Becky, in wilderness of Ranger Lake, man. It's cool to have a movie. What I'm getting at is it's cool to have a movie that's like wilderness setting, cabin. There's a cave. I like the cave. A cornfield. All of that stuff is great. But I also had a note here that's like, as a whole, if you take all that as a whole, no. And the other problem, <laughs> which is what you're getting at, I, I think this, this might be the only cabin in the woods type movie that has a cornfield in it as well. <laughs> Probably, yes. And like a maintained driveway with a landing strip style lights all over it. It's a secluded yeah. cabin that also has uh, uh, decorative giant boulders um, near it. So, and the cornfield is so fucking big. This is like a simplot sized commercial cornfield. It's 
I mean, a hundred acres. When they zo- this is enormous, and the corn is ready to be harvested, they must have come across a commercial operation here. Th- yeah, which s- I believe would be fenced in. Otherwise, people would steal their corn. Uh, it doesn't doesn't need to be fenced in. I mean, a person no. can only steal so much corn without like a combine. <laughs> well, look, these people should. If, if that's the case, then I have a nitpick with these people not taking some corn. They should have taken some corn. The corn was, I mean, ready to be harvested. That's okay. That's nitpick prime right there. These people do not have a good appreciation for corn. <laughs> it's the everything about the setting of this movie is insane. Nitpick prime is they don't have an appreciation for <laughs> corn. I don't know. Or how are you going to be able to rank these? I have There's a nitpick too damn many with that of them. Nitpick. Yeah, I mean, we could get into them. Do I have, have, I have one. Before big, we get big. deep into the nits pick, I have one. Oh, I'm that, already there. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I just wanted to bring us back a little bit. I have one that this movie does, like, actually wrong, um, which is this is, like, the least emotionally heavy, like, unborn baby loss thing yeah. I've ever seen. They okay. underscore the scene where they're like mourning the death of their child with electronic dance music. It's bizarre. So it's, it is a weird choice, man. Can I jump in for just a second? I'm of gonna, course. I, I'm gonna off road you, but I'm sorry because one of the things that I hadn't did wrong did wrong was the music. Okay. Is does anyone know what this is? This like small time licensed stuff? No idea. I'm assuming it's licensed but it's like small time artists. Th- yeah, it was that seems right. <gasps> It was horrible. The music in this movie was fucking shocking. <laughs> I cannot believe this music. The the outro credits are also notable here. The the like pseudo R&B rap song that they use to go out where the guy censors himself from saying the word shit. Every single thing, dude. It's uh yeah, I kind of want to know where they found all this stuff. All of this music, like if because I feel like that has to say something about Mathieu, like what is the taste in music that you're trying to convey? Because it all is kind of that like upbeat, like bat 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 poppy bullshit. I don't the like it. Is down, and I get that music is a matter of opinion, man. But it is at odds with the movie. It you're should making. serve, yeah, it should serve the function of the film. Yeah, it's but also odds. don't play electronic dance music underneath you mourning the death of your unborn child. Yep, that's wrong. And then their fight comes out of fucking nowhere. Oh, they she, had to get that in. And I know they, were they like, had to oh, get it shit. in. Oh, shit. But they, they, I mean, he says, he just starts crying, right, after being attacked by aliens. It's like, I don't know if I can do it again. I don't want to lose another one. And then out of nowhere, she says, well, get your head in the game, because if you don't, you might lose me. And then she takes her top off and storms out of the room. <laughs> <laughs> she's was, cute, though. I was, she's very cute. I was yeah. watching this with my wife, and I was like, wait, what the fuck? Why did she just take her top off and slam the door closed? <laughs> I'm going to go tweak my nipples in anger. <laughs> I do the same thing. <laughs> That's why I introed you with it. Yeah. Uh, oh, me and her kindred spirits. Exactly. I do have one big other thing it does wrong, though. One major thing. Tell me about it. This is a classic horror movie where the characters make obscenely stupid decisions that are so unbelievable that it takes me out They're of it. They're dumb as fuck, They man. are dumb as fuck. There yeah. is an alien... In the fucking cabin all night attacking people. That's grabbed him in the shoulder. I didn't want to wake the girls up and scare them. I didn't tell anybody. There's a fucking alien in the cabin. Oh, why are, right why are these people so unwilling to recognize? How are they unable to recognize or unwilling to acknowledge that it's aliens? It's very obviously aliens. Even if you don't think it's an alien, there's somebody in the fucking cabin. How do you not think it's an alien? 
even so, I could would wake the girls up to tell them about it a stranger be ghost, in Mark, the cabin. Mark, it could not be ghosts. <laughs> if this this would be the smartest ghost on the planet. It's like I'm gonna make these bastards think I'm an alien. That's gonna be fun. That'd be a great ghost move. And that would also be the strongest ghost ever too, because it would be like the, <laughs> the 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 level of effort, a plus for that fucking crop circle. Maybe but, it's a couple ghosts. But then the other the other decision is after <laughs> shit's, burial ground. After shit's escalated, there's the two dudes left, right? They've tied balloons, they've found the balloons, they've got to the cornfield, everything's gone bad. Yeah. They're hiding out, being stalked by the aliens. Yeah. All of a sudden there's a trail of balloons. He says, "What if it leads back to the cabin?" And the other guy goes, "I don't I don't know, that doesn't seem like a good idea." And Mathias says, "We don't have any other choice." <laughs> what the fuck do you mean you don't have any <laughs> you have so many other choices the old that's the apt i mean it ends up working out because the writing's bad but that's the literal worst option you're being pursued by aliens who have clearly put these balloons here to lead you in a direction don't do that don't do that <laughs> don't do it the aliens just want their duffel bag back Oh my! Then give them their duffel bag back. <laughs> yeah, but the duffel bag's after the balloons. You have to follow the balloons to get the duffel bag. And you then have bring to bring it back again, to- following the balloons <laughs> yes. to get to the cornfield that they needed there for some reason. No, they didn't follow the balloons that time. Oh, they should have. That was the most efficient path. That time they didn't get lost, even though it was a full quarter mile away. Yeah, that was that was one of the cuts where it was like the guy gets like ferociously grabbed by the shoulders by one of the aliens. Jump cut to him running through the forest, right behind his wife. <laughs> what me? the fuck? <laughs> How did this happen? Uh, <sighs> lots of continuity errors in this one. I uh, I talked about this a little bit earlier. I'm now just going to get into my full-on nits pick. Let's do um, it. But there is a scene earlier in the movie when they're driving in the car where he does not... They, they go through the effort to animate the little eye hole thing he has. So they're showing you that he doesn't have his eye camera in, but you see the, the camera is shot from his perspective. Like yeah. they're, they're very clearly just putting the animation like the guys sitting in the in the driver's seat filming the rearview camera and then they put in they, they you know they animate in the shot of Matthew in the driver's seat in the rearview ca- or in the rearview mirror or whatever but like if they're going through the effort to put the little bit of special effects to block out his eye and make it look like an eye hole then they know that he doesn't have his eye camera in but they're still showing it to us through the eye camera yeah 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 it's annoying yeah it's a problem yep why do they ever stop using the night vision? They are in the middle of the night using night vision. They get to a pitch dark cave and say, hey, this is a good time to turn off the night vision. Yep. I don't have an answer to that. Okay. That's why Jack, it's well, I mean, Jack, you know, nitpick don't really have answers. Yeah, exactly. These, the they have like the most underpowered flashlights I think you'd ever be able to find. This movie's not that old. 2017. Like, you can get, 18, you can get a. Pretty cheap LED sorry, flashlight sorry. that was ten times better than any of the any of the flashlights they use. The ones here. that are in the checkout lane at Home Depot are way better than this, and they cost seventy five cents. Yes, exactly. This is I have Canada. one. I have a this flashlight in my in my coat closet right now that like literally is basically a spotlight, and I think that thing costs like ten dollars. Yeah, this is Canada. Uh, I want You don't think flashlight technology has evolved in Canada yet? You, By the way, we covered this in June of 2018 on the on horror release roundup. Okay. Oh no, this is Mark when he reviewed it. Never yeah. Mind. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, cutting came out, Says everything says 2017 anyway. Hmm. I mean, not Wikipedia because it doesn't have a Wikipedia page. But <laughs> I want to re. I want to revisit the the cell phone footage. Right? They they try to set this up by having the the female lead say the phones are just started recording. They can't stop. 
But then every time they cut to the phone's footage, it's always starting at zero seconds. Yeah, like you said this one earlier. They they, they went to the trouble of putting a HUD on this footage. Why? Oh, the HUD comes up. Oh, I fuck. love it. Hey, no, actually, Jack's totally right in this one. There's a lot of issues with the HUD here because yeah. they also have um, at the end when they're running through the cornfield, just him and his wife. Um, they do. They basically like make it a point to show that the time is all wibbly wobbly and crazy and all over the place, and. The the thing is just constantly cycling through all the months of the year and all the times or whatever, but the time never cycles to a two-digit hour, so it nope. never goes 10 or 11 or 12. And a.m. and p.m. We're to believe there isn't an a.m. and p.m. for months at a time. Yeah, and <laughs> the day, the like the, the so it says like the format of the thing is month in three letters and then two two days, like D-D, whatever, and then the timestamp. The the digit days of whatever zero to thirty one goes from zero to ninety nine. Yep, they they also lose track of when they're cutting rapidly between the eye camera and the handheld camera. I think there's one scene where the eye camera has the handheld camera's HUD and it's not supposed to. Oh well, I mean yeah, there's they they arbitrarily throw the same HUD on it, and then they just kind of throw in a third camera for a long time. There's just the eye camera and the camera they're carrying, and then. Towards the end, when like the people are getting teleported back, there's also now just a third camera, that which I is a cell found. phone, I think. But. Oh, is that what? It is? Okay, that yeah. might make a little bit. And, of sense. And there. I get why they're using the HUDs to differentiate between which camera is filming, right? Eye camera has no HUD. Handheld camera has rec in the top left and the time code in the bottom right. And the cell phone cameras just have a time in the middle. And yeah. So they're differentiating it, but they don't always keep that consistent. Hey, you know what won't work? Tying a fucking ribbon to your phone and releasing it on balloons. It was so stable and perfect. And even what when he was ha- tying it on there, the phone was flopping around wildly. Dude. Like my dick. You had to get a dick joke in. I can't recover from that. <laughs> well, and then that thing goes up hundreds of feet. How many contiguous feet of ribbon do you fucking have? I oh, always wow. carry around at least a mile of ribbon on my person at all times. What if I need to wrap a <laughs> present, Jack? And this is this is another reason that I said that there's stuff missing from the final cut of the movie that there's was not. in the script. Because he sees the balloons, and he says, they want, and then when they get it back, they wanted us to see that symbol. Oh, so they wanted you to see the balloons, get the idea, to stupid idea, to tie your fucking phone to them, <laughs> release it up, pull it back in, and get perfect footage, and then do what? Knowing that there's a crop circle, do what with that information? Why would that be their plan? Oh, it's half God. an idiotic Rube Goldberg mechanism. It's so These stupid. These are the smartest aliens in the world. They knew. They have the Fuck. foresight. They knew how it was going to go the whole time, Jack. Okay. The whole time. Wow. The whole time. The whole time. We can move on then. Fine. Everybody time? At bedtime. Let's uh, let's talk about the scene at the end where they're running through the cornfield. We just talked about it with a timestamp, but there's one other thing I wanted to note, which is that she repeatedly picks up the bigger camera and then runs with it. Oh, and then my when God. they cut between the big camera, which is facing backwards, shining a bright fucking light in her husband's face as he's trying to run. Yep. And then his eyeball camera looking at her. She's not holding a camera. You can clearly see both of her hands, and there isn't yep. a camera in either of them. Yep. And Doesn't then she sets the sense. camera down when they're mourning over the clothes, and she goes, Oh my God. God, what's happened? And somebody picks up the camera and is moving it, looking at both of them. <laughs> yep. Yeah, that person's the director. Yep. Yes. Well, no, because the director's in the scene. It's a director. Okay, fine. Assistant director. director of photography. Yep. He's the best boy. The best boy electric, yes. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I have a question for you guys. At the end I have of the an movie, answer, when, they have a, when they have a baby, uh, 
Emily. Why why, why does his eye look like it, an eye? It, he has an eye again. Well, I mean, he has a really a, good he glass has eye. Organic matter. No, I mean, they just didn't want to do the effects on it. It, it Yeah. You it, can do, you can have pretty good looking prosthetics nowadays. Mark, he yes. has an eye. Jake went frame by frame with it. Yeah. It's it moves just, around. It's just him. Um, hey, if yes. everything's fucking dead and all the fuses are blown, no power is getting to the solenoid. A car yeah. won't crank. It won't even try to turn over. It won't click. You can't. It's not. Oh, that's a fuse issue. No, it's not how it works. Also, let's just reflect on the fact that this car that was off had fuses off. blown in it, but somehow all of your cell phones and cameras still work. And the lights that are the and runway the to this work. secluded cabin. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Those are solar, dude. They're clearly But then solar. why were they blinking with the power surges? What? Uh, I don't know. Yep. Uh, one final <laughs> nitpick I have here. Final. Final. Maybe okay. two more. Uh, in any okay. case, I'm getting to the end of my list here. All of the other people's clothes got left on the ground when they got warped up. Mm-hmm. Except his Especially wife, Especially the Jess. bras. They usually zoom in on the bra. Yep. I love that. Yeah. Except his wife, Jess. Okay. When she gets sucked up, fully clothed. Her clothes do not fall off, but do not stay on the ground, yet then she's returned naked. Didn't they have... There's she a bet. There's a contingency plan on the air on the UFO for if they do keep their clothes on, they just they just strip them manually when they get up there. So she's the only one. Everyone else got returned to where they got picked up and put their clothes back on. Jess is just back in the nude and has to board this Canadian yeah. Air Force helicopter she, in the nude. Yes. Wait, why do you think everybody else isn't in the nude? Everybody's in the nude. No, I think, I think, but everyone else gets returned to where their clothes were. Her clothes are on the alien spaceship. I'll start. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. <laughs> anyway, she was, she the was the most the one, fashionable she's one. She's the one they who takes her, her top off in anger. You could at least have it suck her up without clothes on. <laughs> um, <laughs> you know what? That's a great point. It is a great point. I have another question. When uh. did they play poker? Uh, after the beer pump. I can confidently say, given the stature of this movie, that if they had played poker, you would have seen it. There was a scene where they played poker. I don't yeah. believe that Yeah, happened. he turns to his wife and he says, and that's my wife's sexy really? poker face. Yeah. Oh. That's the scene That's the scene where two the other two are making out on the on chair. The couch. Like, hey, you guys oh, want to be Which, They were playing poker. They, okay. Okay. Yeah. Nitpick redacted. Well, here's a nitpick I could add to that. Okay, they go. say- what the fuck, man? Come on, stop it. And they're thinking, ah, let them be. They're young. It's like, I don't care how young they are. Like, at least they got a couch. You shouldn't be doing that in the room where everybody's playing poker. Like, go around the fucking corner, or this house has eight rooms. Don't just eh. bone on the couch. They're not boning. They're getting close. Not really. There's they're some fully- heavy petting. <laughs> Especially because isn't that, like, her little brother or something? They're- these people are related. Yes, I'm fine with that happening at a party, I guess. But like, if you're doing that in front of like your close family members, then that's a little. Well, strange. that's what's it's weird. Is it's like brother. a six-person yes. party. It's one thing if it's like 50 people are there and some people start making out on the couch, and then you're like, all right, like there's a room right there. Right. But there like, are six people. If the in three this house. of us and our significant others were in a cabin, it would be very strange if one of the couples was just going at it on the couch while we were trying to play poker. Well, how drunk are we? I mean, pretty Doesn't drunk. Doesn't matter. That it's, might matter. It's it, not, it's, I'm not saying it it's not going to happen. What I'm saying is it's weird for the rest of the group to be like, eh, don't worry too much about it and not throw things at them. I mean, things were probably thrown. It was a very short scene. <laughs> okay, so I guess my nitpick changes to, like, I don't understand. Okay, I just don't understand. Not enough things, things were together. thrown at the making out couple? Yes, Trey yes. is a real douchebag. Like, not enough some... things were thrown at Trey in general. Fuck throw that some... guy. Yeah, dude. Okay, I had another fucking 
nitpick about this asshole at the start of the movie. Not the start of the movie. Sometime in the movie. I don't care. He's told to wait somewhere like he's a fucking eight-year-old. And he's an adult, right? His girlfriend's pretty hot. He's in college, at least. Yeah. yeah, She's, she's, you know. He says, (laughs) quote, but I don't, but I want to go with you guys. It's not fair. He pulls that bit They try to make him a child, but then have him drinking beer and boning. It's such a weird thing to do. Bizarre. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and then also, I mean, the other, this is clearly written from a male who wasn't too worried about having it be written in a reasonable way in terms of the female perspective because he's always mansplaining what to do like at first he's like don't go into the woods after your boyfriend you fucking stay here and she's like okay then he turns to his wife and says make sure she stays here she's like okay then he gets back and she's gone he's like what did i tell you to do and she's like i don't know i tried you mansplained it to be so hard that's the french perspective jack (laughs) i don't think any of us are qualified to talk about the female perspective no but he's definitely not. And then, I mean, <laughs> earlier in the movie, they're all ogling the the kid's girlfriend. They're yeah, they're, they really their are. Are pretty hot too. Sure, yeah. Don't ogle this nineteen year old. It's a pretty, uh, it's a pretty attractive cast by all accounts. Very much so. Sure, yeah. a lot of hot Quebecois. They could all get it except Trey. He's a douchebag. Well, <laughs> I don't know. He's kind of getting it. He is getting it. Yeah. Yeah. He. Yeah. I mean, I have a neat pick. Okay. Okay. Do you just want to leave? Do you just want to go to ratings? <laughs> I have one neat pick. Okay. I t- do I, it. The reason that I'm bringing this up is that I wanted to post this to our Patreon account. I captured video of it, and I don't, to this point, know how to load We'll find a, a video. Way. We'll I make it happen. Patrons, we'll make it happen. There's a scene. It's like probably two-thirds of the way through the movie where they're in the woods, and there's a really loud kind of noise-exclusive jump scare, if you want to call it that, off in the distance. And Mathieu, he pulls a knife out. And it is comedy gold. The look on his face, the exaggeration, everything that leads up to it, everything that transpires afterwards is ridiculous. <laughs> and I want to show our paying members <laughs> what that looks like. Okay, we'll find a way to do I, that. I don't know how to do that. Uh, Jake, point. quick update. Uh, if you go to Patreon and click on posts, new post, uh, all you do is you just click on the one that says video, and that's how you post a video <laughs> post. Well, let me tell you something about that. So I took this video on my phone, and Uh when I go to create a new post on my phone, I have the option of media or link. And when I click media, it only pulls up my photos and not my videos. So Mm. that doesn't work. That's because you have a fucking iPhone. Mm. Well, iPhones are the worst. Agreed. We'll figure out a way, patrons. Patons. (laughs) Thank you. Mark, you have anything else, or can we go to ratings for good? No, I think that's as good a time as any to go to ratings. Let's do that. You. We over at ADC Horror use a one through ten rating system to rate the movies we watch. For one, think of you'd rate how normal Eric Cantona's President's Award speech was. Uh, as flies to wanton boys, we are for the gods. They kill us for the sport. And for 10, think about President Obama would rate your level of flow. As Jay would say, uh, he's got flow. Stories first getting rich rate these movies. Mark, your pick, your story rating. Don't, Mark, Mark, give me some yes. eyes. Don't fuck uh-huh. on me here. Oh, ah! <laughs> I feel like I have to say this to you with so many of your picks recently. 
<laughs> well, I pick I pick good movies. Um, I gave it a four and a half. Okay, it's below average. The story is not the thing that's wrong with this movie. It, it is. <laughs> it's not. Uh, they they try. They don't really execute on it well, but they do have this underpinning theme that sort of unifies the beginning and end of the movie. And beyond that, it's just like people getting fucked with in the woods by aliens. Like we've seen this movie. It, it's not particularly original, but it is just sort of innocuous. It's worse than average, but I mean, it doesn't, there's nothing in the story that it does actively wrong except for, and you're probably going to bring this up the way the aliens function. Uh, yeah, I gave it a three. Um, okay. This oh, is a not that far from what I. Did. It's pretty far lower. <laughs> this is a movie that is a pretty standard. People getting fucked with in the movies or fucked with the woods Fuck. movie. People getting fucked with in the movies woods, but it does a worse job of it because the aliens are the absolute worst and stupidest and incapable high of level, grabbing Jack. people. High level, high level. I know, but they they don't even they their motivation makes no fucking sense from a You're story going perspective. You're going too deep. Oh, then the dialogue is terrible. I'm putting that in writing. It's just mm. it's a three, Jake. Mm. You're going too deep, dude. You're too deep for me. Okay. I gave it five. Whoa. Fuck you. I'm, I'm See? This is Jack? dumb. I'm basically on the same page as Mark. It's here. below average, but not a whole lot. Okay. I mean, I, I like everything Mark said I agree with, but I guess I gave it a half point higher. Oh, I just got making a quick note for the omnibus here. Really? Yeah. A f- wait, giving a below average score to this movie on story is your best option right now? No, but you always don't don't have a lot of really funny ones. So I gotta oh, write yeah. them all down. Got it. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Yeah, you guys are in lockstep 100 percent of the time. So yeah. <laughs> so he's gonna be like, "You differ from me by a point and a half. How dare you?" <laughs> Uh, I mean, it's I, I like giving a whole flavor of stupid things you've done, and this is on that list. Sure, it's sure, a sure. Stupid Whatever. rating. It's not stupid. World building and immersion. Mark, it's a one. Yeah, it's a one. Yeah, the world building is a one, and the immersion is a one. And yeah. if you average those two things together, you get a one. This is. Hold on. <laughs> Did you check that math? Uh, let me get a. <laughs> let me get a pen. So one plus one divided what's the, by. What's the what's the mean two. though? But what's the mean? The the mean and and mode are well mean and average are the same thing so good thank work, you Mr. <laughs> that Math. was the joke I was doing yes uh, the mode would be one the median would also be one <laughs> I, I know good. I, I was do- okay. we've done it good you gave it a one I gave it a one also cool look I've been talking about how stupid the fucking setting is none of it makes any sense spatially and then it doesn't immerse you either it's a one Jake one yeah cool nice <laughs> scare <laughs> factors our third category mark. I was. This is an interesting, a uh, like thought experiment of like how Uh-oh. high a movie could actually be Uh-oh. with a, having a one as a Uh-oh. immersion score. Let me get my notepad ready for the omnibus again. Turns out, <laughs> turns out it was you don't a need 10. to get it ready. You don't need to get it ready. The scare is a one here, but it is funny to think like if your immersion score is a one, how could you possibly be scared by a movie? The the point here is that anything they do that is effective, like the balloon stuff, as a good example is all obfuscated by the insanity that surrounds it. You're completely taken out by the fact that none of these people sound like they're actually humans. The editing is crazy, and they're tying their phones to balloons. They yeah. do do that. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Uh, look, I actually gave it a three for Scare Factor. This was me doing a lot of mental gymnastics. Oh, let, me, let me get my notepad. Hold to on. To try and separate Scare Factor from world building and immersion to not double penalize it. And maybe I went too far and not wanting to double penalize it, but there are scary scenes in here that could that are really well done if you look at them in isolation. So it's a three for me, Jake. Yeah, look, I mean, the thing that I 
circled in on and what the movie does right is that there are sequences here. And to Mark's point about how could you give this a scare factor score that is higher than one if you're so taken out that this immersion is a one. I didn't say that right, but you get the point. Uh, I think that that's actually a good way to circle in on how this could be higher from a scare factor standpoint because you're almost brought back in by a couple of the sequences that are like, wait, hold on a second. There's a kernel here and you can focus on it and then, whoa, okay, I'm back out. There's a couple instances of that that happened during the movie and that's, holy fuck. That's why it's not a one, but it's obviously, I'm giving this a two. It's like, it's not, it's not scary, but yeah. it's not a one. It's not a one. It is funny how you have to defend going all the way up to I two. know, to a not bottom <laughs> barrel score. A two is pretty bottom barrel. Effects or judicious lack thereof is our penultimate category, and I my whole face hurts from that sneeze. <coughs> Mark, <laughs> I gave it, I gave it a two. Uh, the effects here aren't insultingly bad. Like we talked about earlier, there are moments where things are executed really well. They're they're sort of few and far between, but like the, a lot of the shit they do with the balloons, the cyclone at the end, those things look good in a vacuum. They also have a preponderance of CG aliens that don't look good. And they show you all of it. Yeah. Oh, For a movie set in the woods at night, they show yeah, you way too fucking you much. all of it. I kinda, uh, the issue I'm, I'm wait, having I'm here is that this, this kind of does the opposite, and this, again, all ties back into immersion. I'm not trying to multiple penalize this movie for the choices it makes, but like it does all kind of have to fit together, and the way I've always looked at effects is effects should be in service of the rest of the movie, and if the effects are taking you out at the points where you should be paying attention and being scared or whatever, then that's bad and that's exactly what this movie does all the fucking time yeah yeah look i gave it a three i want to reward them for the couple of really cool shots they have and really cool scenes they have and even the even though the phone shot is really stupid like conceptually it's still kind of a cool shot to see the uh drone shot yeah absolutely um from that high up but i don't want to go higher than that because the effects are largely bad largely cg aliens that are terrible and the uh terrible and the music uh, sound effects and sound editing is bad sometimes it gets so fucking quiet i had to max my tv's volume out and then sometimes it's way too loud so i gave it a three but i'm not sure about it i still think it's too high jake i gave it a three and a half i i did not have the visual problems you guys had with this movie uh i didn't think the aliens even looked that they didn't look good but they didn't look that bad to me there was the the part at the very end with the alien and the baby alien with the eyes i thought looked fine that was the best alien better than camera were we supposed to be looking through in that case doesn't it doesn't matter in this for the purposes of this rating does not matter it's how does the eye look and that's also the best the aliens looked yeah but i i I do not have an overwhelming complaint with how they looked i agree i forgot something in the effects this is also you're gonna have to wait i'm gonna finish my scare fat or my my effects score is what we're on first (laughs) are you Um, sure yeah yeah my problems were all not all, but mostly on the audio side. Uh, what we said earlier about how they, whatever they did to get the fucking dialogue out of this movie was not what you do. And secondarily, the music was atrocious. So that really hurt. And that's me trying not to like double jeopardize it for the immersion because that was the prime reason why that was a one. But yeah, bad, 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 bad. Okay, yeah. go. Uh, I forgot. This is one of the main things I talked about the first time I watched this movie. It was one of my drunk brain's like firmest recollections of the movie. 
when they're in the cornfield, when it's just the two guys, like before they send their phone up and they're looking around for what's happened, there's something that rustles through the corn and like bends over the corn stalks. And it's clearly bad CG moving the corn. It's like you couldn't get a fucking PA to just run through the corn and actually move it. It's so stupid. They probably forgot to. They probably did. Well, yeah. they could have forgotten it, or they could have tried it and realized that they could just see the PA running around in the corn. Well, they oh! use the CG to blur that out. Mm. That's going to look so either way, you're using bad CG. Yeah, but you're, one way it's not going to look like they're, you're in a real cornfield decided to fakely move it. Bothered me. Okay. Overall, Mark. I oh. gave this movie a one, which is a bit of a misnomer. It is a bad movie. This movie deserves to be a one. What? What? But I really fucking love this movie. What? It doesn't. Yeah, Jake is Jake is apoplectic that you gave this a one. By the way, I mean at best he's incredulous. He no, he's non-functioning. I'm incredulous. His cells I'm, have no, died. I'm incredulous. Mark, I, uh, I, I'm doing a thing. Hold on. This is the so, low. Oh, this is the lowest score you've given. Tied. Well, obviously tied with. I didn't know if it'd be tied with with poultry geist. Bad. Mark. This wasn't. Mark, now I do need my notepad. Get the notepad out, dude. Like, no, fine. I mean, earlier in this pod, no, hold on, hold on, sir. Mm. Earlier in this podcast, you mentioned that there are movies that try hard and have heart and try to make a good movie and they fail, but they're worth watching for that. And now you're giving it a one. You're gonna do them like that? Don't do me like that. She said, Uh, "We've already passed it. We're you're doing them like that. That's bullshit." Okay. Wow. I give it a three. This movie does have some heart. Look, it's it's a one more. Is that low? Is the second lowest you can give a movie on this one through ten system? <laughs> I I cannot believe that this is a one to you. You didn't really let me talk. This movie Finish. is objectively not a good movie. It Correct. fails in almost every phase of the Correct. movie making. Almost process. every phase. However, Correct. however. I to distill this down into something more than just a this 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 there needs to be a longer explanation of this movie aside from just the technical ratings we give it. I stand by this being a one, but it's a special one. It's a one with a star. It's a one with a heart as a You're as a, like a superscripted thing to it. He's asterisking I his pick. Love this movie. I don't love this movie. I enjoy watching this movie. It still is a one as far as movie composition goes. I don't even think it's a one as far as movie composition goes. It's not among the worst movies we've seen for the website. And we've seen some fucking stinkers. It's a bad movie, but it's not a goddamn one. It's, uh, I mean, it's a three. You gave it a three. Yeah, cool. You gave it a three, Jake. I gave it a three and a half. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's basically, look, I could beat the dead horse and I don't need to. Yeah. So, uh, look, our next segment is thumbs up, thumbs down. It's a thumbs down from me. This is going to be, Mark's going to give it a one and give it a thumbs up. <laughs> this is This is the weirdest Actually, bullshit. Actually, you know is, what? That is what I'm going to do. Yes. This, is, oh, this, is, this is so, it, nothing means anything anymore. This is Trump's fucking America. <laughs> 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 Hashtag thanks Obama. <laughs> Christ. Okay. Now I wish we could get the fuck out of here, but we can't. Oh, why not? Uh, What's happening? A segment What's that, that I, siren I hear? A segment that I forgot. I don't. Somebody help me. You hear a siren, <laughs> huh? I, I at least remembered there was a thing. Is it, it an air horn? Is it an air horn? Burr, burr, yeah, burr. it's one of those dance hall horn sounds. Oh, fuck. Burr, Mark, burr, burr. explain everything. 
Uh, we're doing our fantasy horror things draft. Ooh. 2019! Party over here! As I mentioned at the top of the episode, I had the shakes because I have tremors, but also because the college football season started yesterday, which means the NFL season is following quickly. And uh, what do you do when football starts? You draft fantasy teams. I did one last week. Yeah, in celebration of that, why not draft some You had Andrew Luck on it. Horror things for the next year, guys. Yeah, that didn't make it to the recording, but I drafted Andrew Luck. That's a mistake, Jack. <laughs> per- even though it happened beforehand. <laughs> it and wasn't a mistake at the time. Yeah, well, he was hurt at the time, so I don't know why you would have ever drafted him. In any case, I digress. In that spirit, we're going to draft some fantasy horror things. You know how it's going to go. We're going to roll. We're going to get a snake draft going. Three picks, as we've always done. So, And guess what? We don't know how to score these because we never have. And We've been doing this for two it's, years. It's whose and line is, is it anyway? It's the meaningless. points don't matter. Yeah, exactly. Yep. I just now, like to do a recap on what our fantasy so things were last what year. I need because determine a winner. See I who won last oh, year. Oh shit! You want to do that now? Oh yeah, the oh, year yeah. is over, buddy. We're Fully drafting arbitrarily. Determine a winner from last year. Well, yes. that's good because I was going to request that some of our previous picks be read into the record right now because for me and the I'm sure two or three confused listeners that don't know what we're talking about. Yep. Um, we can read our 2017. This is our third year doing fantasy third year. things. Yeah, okay. We can read our 2017s, read our 2018s, and determine the winner. Did we determine a winner for 2018? 2017. 17? Yeah, sure. Whatever. We're trying to determine a winner today for 2018. I, I know. Did we determine a first winner? Uh, ye- Maybe. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was me. I think I won. Shut up, Mark. I remember it differently. <laughs> yeah. I think I won. <laughs> I think, I, you know what? I think the listeners won. Ernie. It was Ernie at the time. <laughs> Ernie might have won. Ernie's still in the woods finding himself. <laughs> so let me let me tell you about how this went, just to get a sense for what kind of things we're picking here. Okay. Okay. Twenty seventeen happened. We picked things. Three picks. I'm gonna start with me because of course I am. I picked Larry Fessenden and Namer Person mentions that happened in the horror world. Pretty good pick. Volume good choice, sort of play. Good choice. Volume sort of play, right? He yep. directed a movie that's coming out this week that we didn't talk about. I mean, this is twenty nineteen, so I don't get points for that. I've already made that pick. I should pick yep. it again this year. Do we have keepers? Is this a keeper league? This is not a keeper this league. Not a keeper. <laughs> this is not dynasty. We could make it a dynasty. Uh, my second pick was kind of a dud. I picked post horror as a term. I thought that was going to. Yeah, you were there. unable to define it. I referenced post whatever in this podcast. You'll remember <laughs> the eagle-eared listener. You tried. And then, and then finally, my my third pick was clowns, comma movies after September. So clown movies that were happening after, after the month it. of September. You, no, yeah, you picked it. this in the same week yeah. we were talking about it coming out. We well, I mean, guess credit. what? It's coming out again. And that uh, worked well. I mean, there were a lot. It worked okay. Again, only 2017. Larry Fessenden really carried my crop that that year. Mark picked single piano key in a trailer. I Great believe. pick. Great pick. Yeah, good one. Uh, comedians not known for horror appearing in horror. That was a Jordan Peele kind of a situation? That was right after Get Out, yeah. And then there was also that other one. It's not <laughs> The Good Neighbor, but it's called like Good Neighbor or something like that, which was one of the dudes from the Blue Collar Comedy Tour being a bad guy and a thing. Yep, yep, there was a yep. weird uptick that it, it didn't it didn't pan out. Did not pan out. I mean, our it was a flyer. Didn't pan out. I Third it. pick was Jack complaining about HUD details and found footage, which <laughs> that happened this very episode. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's prescient. That's still that. That's always true. <laughs> that's a that's a good pick. Yeah, Jack picked horror trope redirect, which I don't rightly remember at all. No, me neither. Not even a single <laughs> bit. I'm uh, sure you had an explanation for it at the time. I'm pretty sure yeah. it was dumb. A to Z horrorcast nominal aphasia. Which, that that was a great pick. I mean, that's, that's a volume pick. Play. That's a volume yeah. pick. Yeah, you yeah. got to have a volume pick. And your third pick was. He's been dead for ten years. I don't trope. think I even I got a single. I don't even think I got a single one. You of had those. to have gotten some. I think you got one, and it wasn't really quite. It that, was a but it was stretch. Close yeah, 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 yeah. That sounds about right. 
So yeah. I won. I think we can all agree. I, I doesn't matter. Yeah. We're just that was 2017. That's okay. already been litigated. Okay, we're going to talk about 2018 now. Mark, oh, talk shit. to me about 2018, please. Okay, we'll we'll do the same order. Uh, Jake, you had an over two minute long trailer. Oh, great which- pick. Every fucking that's a, I trailer. I think that's cheating. It's a volume pick. It, look, you gotta have a volume. It's all of them. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Well, I mean, basically, except every for Hell House Three. I mean, look, I don't have to get yeah. a lot of points for those, but I need something that'll give me points on a consistent basis. Okay, thirty points for that. <laughs> thirty. Jake's looking pretty solid. Y X Z F H points for that. Just all letters. Yeah. Uh, we also had '80s nostalgia, specifically not Stranger Things, though. But definitely has to be 80s. This isn't early 90s. It's not late 70s. We're looking for 80s nostalgia. Have- this was on the heels of summer of 84 yeah. and whatnot. I feel like it. Uh, I, feel, and, uh, yeah. I feel like it existed, but it died off a little bit this year. It wasn't. It, I mean, Stranger again, the, out, the but- curse of the second pick. Like yeah. not not much, but where it'll pop up, it'll pop up. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um. And then your third one, bit of a volume pick here. Uh, I think I actually also got a few fantasy points off this one, but Mark confuses Jake and Jack. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Which that's is, I mean, not fair, that's, you guys. I mean, that's like 10 points for that. I went it happened that. a billion times, and you get and a billionth of a point for each one. Yeah. You get one point. Well, I, look, I went, <laughs> with the two, I went with the two volume pick strategy. 31 man, points for Jake. Fuck you. 30, 31 for Jake. Okay. Uh, here comes Mark. I had the pre-trailer trailer. Uh, that's a Jake volume both pick. W- that's yeah, an all that volume. is, and it's less. That's com- also a volume pick. It's not as much of a volume pick as the 120-second trailer, though. Correct. Sure. Correct. That the accurate. Also, 30 points. What? Cool. Good. Good. No, no, no. I agree. Uh, very suspicious. <laughs> uh, this I disagree. One happened a lot, but we never really shined a light on it. I also picked. That's on you. The- that's your fault. The very suspicious suspicious usage of based on a true story. In trailers, we had one this very Movies. week. Yeah, we had based on true events, although it was. So I'm going to say eight points for that. Thirty-eight what? points. Yeah, cool. This is bullshit. Why is? Wait, wait. Jack's dictating that I'm last place. <laughs> this is bullshit. Everybody agrees, Jake. No one agrees. Yeah, no, I agree. Two against one. Okay. Uh, and then licensed contrapuntal music. I'm sure this happened like once, maybe. I don't even so really know what it means. It's like, like this is this would be this would be the song. It's usually in the movies, like a mom and dad or whatever. One of those ones where it's like the joyous massacre or whatever. Like right, that, or or where, using the Gary Jules Mad World in the that yeah. shoot 'em up trailer or that yeah. shoot 'em up game trailer. Yeah, exactly. So so it's where the song is playing. It's a licensed sound. Gears of War. Strang- I know games. The, the Strangers does this really well, where they play like. You know, Tommy James and the Shondells or something like that while someone's being stalked through the woods by someone in a mask, that right. type of thing. Right. I know it happened at least once. I can't remember when I pointed it out. I feel but, like it happened uh, a couple times. Two points. It, Two points. It happened less than points. I thought it was going. 40, 40 total 40 points. points. I, I, 40 points. I need to give myself the fair shake, though. I'm, I'm defending myself okay. here. We blew by my second pick, and you d- we didn't mention any points. Okay. What, 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 the, what, the 80s-ness that yeah. wasn't Stranger Things. What, How many what, points you, what do you got in there? How many points do I get for that? How, what do, no, what do you, you guys, I'm not list me some it. things. I don't Jack, know it Jack, now. Jack, Say Jack, any Jack, things. Mark Jack. can do it. I'm going to float something out there that I think is very fair. Um, and I need you, I, I just, just agree with me or disagree with me okay. if, you, if you think. Um, I'm going to give him minus five points for that one. Uh, here's what he gets. He gets 30 seconds to give me some examples why, of hold it. Hold on. I want to know why you give me minus five points. Well, because it didn't happen. At all, there was no 80s not you, tell, This is what I'm saying. You get to tell me what. I'm, I'm trying to think of it. I know. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's vamping. Well, uh, because the new Stranger Things happened. Non-Stranger Things is right there. At the yeah, end. Because Mark dictated that I couldn't use Stranger, Stranger things. things. 
The problem is, okay, I'm going to be willing to go with no points, but the problem is that it happened a lot still in music, but not in holistic setting. Sure. So it didn't pan out for me. Okay. Fine. This isn't fantasy music things. This is fantasy. I know. Things. Fine. I'll I'll go with zero, but I'm not going to allow. Thirty one for Jake. I'm not going to allow negative five because I feel like Jack might be in play with me here. Yeah, I mean, you okay. guys are assigning my points, so yeah. <laughs> Jack, that's going to take us to oh, yours. Christ. Your first pick. Your first oh, overall pick God. was Haunted Dolls. Now, I have a question. Did we know about the new Annabelle movie at this point? I could tell you I didn't. I, you could tell me you didn't now, knowing that it came out. <laughs> Having seen it. Yeah. Uh, there was also a new Chucky movie. Uh, we knew well. that was coming for like a year and a half, because that got okay. delayed once. Good pick. Uh, so, two, two points then? No, how are you giving him the points for the things we knew? I'm giving him two points. <sighs> the current score is 30 to 40 to two. Fuck you. Cherokee people, what is that? Cherokee people was me specifically singing Cherokee people. Off mic. Uh, that did not happen at all. It happened four times. Prior to you choosing this. Yes, absolutely. Four okay, fine. times. Four points. No, no, no. After. After. No, it did not happen. It absolutely it did. did not happen Mark, after. you don't think you sang Cherokee people in, the, in a year, in the previous year? Yes. I think, I think you have, actually. I'm, I'm willi- I have used it as an outro. Clips. I'm willing to give him three of those four points, because I cannot okay, go back and recall. Well, that points. was such a specific thing, too, that he's in control of. That has to be worth more than a point each. Yeah, it was a bad choice on your part. <laughs> spin-off, uh, spin-off horror franchise was your third. Spin-off horror franchises. Now, can you can you remind us what you meant by that? Yeah, so this was a Annabelle from The Conjuring. Right, this was where there is a horror yeah. franchise that then becomes successful enough. Where you really doubled down something... on Annabelle. <laughs> you really did. I didn't know another Annabelle movie was coming out. Um, this was something that's successful enough to spawn its own thing within that universe. Okay, you get twenty points per spinoff horror franchise you can name that came out since September of twenty eighteen. I I got nothing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really trying to think. For the record, you could have picked The Curse of La Llorona. Shit! I get 20 points. 20 points! <laughs> uh, they do t- They do tie that into Annabelle. Absolutely, yeah. That's a spinoff. Oh, wait, 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 wait. I got one. Cloverfield Paradox. Nope, that's the same franchise. Fuck. That's a different, that's a different thing. That's a different <laughs> thing. Okay, so that's going to... That I think that just means that... So, Jack, you got 20... What did we land on? Six? Uh, 60. S- Three plus one equals 60. 24 points? 60. Jack got 60 points. I got 40 points. Jake got 30-something. I don't know. Jack 31. did not get... Jack Jake loses. Did not Jack did not win. <laughs> Jack, Jack, you picked uh, you picked the winners here. You know Thanks, what? Mark. Yeah, that's incredible. I can't believe you were so prescient. Wow. Coming from behind, too. This is bullshit. Yeah. Well, Whoa. I mean, you went last. That so tastes that's weird. That Jake, works. try that. Let's uh, hey guys, maybe we should keep this moving and start picking our 2019 horror fantasy things. Yeah, Jake and I have trivia to get to. Yeah, and we have a whole other podcast to record. We got to roll a die. Jake I got a one, one, so that means that I'm gonna be one third. from Jake Martin. Yeah, I was gonna steal your picks. Otherwise, I don't even know what my yeah. fucking picks are. By the way, yeah, I got a net six. Four. I got a four. Mark's first. Wow. <laughs> we were all rolling D20s, by the yeah, way. Yeah, so. yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah so Mark, early. Jack, Jake, Jake, Jack, Mark, Mark, Jack, Jake. Sure. Oh, I go first, huh? Uh, yeah, because you... Do you not know how rolling dice works? Well, uh, you rolled a one. I thought that mean, might mean you go first. No, dude. And then I go sixth. No. Uh, Okay, are we doing this? With the first pick, 
of the 2019 horror fantasy thing. You got to just splice it in over me. That was terrible. Uh, I pick the volume play. Yeah, Jack gotta... mentioning a book he read. Oh, volume. Great pick. Yeah. That's every week. Thank you. Also, thank it's you, ostensibly in my control, but I can't not do That's it. That's a great pick. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. Yeah. That is a great pick. Yeah. Um, I'm picking something that just came up that would have gotten me a point last year hmm. that arguably Crystal Law Yorona could be in, but the Cloverfield Paradox definitely would have been in. Here we go. I'm picking a franchise that incorporates a movie that otherwise wouldn't have been a part of that franchise, right? So they do a couple of last-minute things to jam it into that franchise. Got it. So the not Overlord thing. Exactly. Got it. Exactly. Where we thought that Overlord was going to be. No, no, I'm Cloverfield not saying Overlord. Thing. Cloverfield Paradox would be the example. Of yes. This. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. That's. I chose to make it confusing. It's fine. <laughs> you sure did. Yeah, it's all. It's all good. Okay, I guess Bold that pick. means it's my Bold turn. Pick. That's a low runner. Uh, ooh, I get back to back. I got to figure out my strategy here. I want to go with like two medium volume plays. Yeah. Okay. It's okay. not really a volume play if it's a medium volume play. But they're worth more. It's a tough call. I think we can all acknowledge that they're worth more. Yeah, I'm going with this one. Okay, so my first pick, I'm going PG-13 Horror Continues and Grows. So this year we saw Escape Room, Happy Death Day to You, primary one, Scary Stories Tell in the Dark. We're seeing Gateway Horror. Horror is a successful thing right now. People like it. It works in theaters. We're going to continue to see more of that crop coming through. And it's almost on the PG side that you're talking about. I'm talking about PG-13 movies. Yeah, PG but, is not existing okay. in what I'm talking talk, about. Talk to me about how you want to quantify and grows. I named, I looked, so thank you. I looked up and found four movies that I would qualify for this during this year, 2019. So it's not quite going back to August of last year, but that was Escape Room, Happy Death Day to You, Scary Stories Tell in the Dark, and 47 Meters Down Uncaged. Those are PG-13 movies. So more than that is the baseline. Okay. And then we're taking them off one by one. I think that's going to continue because we know that it's a moneymaker and Scary Stories is a continuation. It's like the growth that you saw from Goosebumps and it's going to continue. Horror makes money. You want more people to get into horror and then grow Wasn't with it. Wasn't there another Goosebumps this year too? I think that I think was last was year still. Goosebumps too? Yeah, I don't know. I think it's long enough ago at this point. I don't think that happened this year. I mean, if it did, then we're at baseline five, but I do not recall that happening this year. Interesting. So, Interesting. Yeah, that's my first pick. And it's a snake draft, so you know how that works. Also, kind of in the same vein in terms of volume, I'm expecting, I'm going with streaming fragmentation leading to exclusivities, is what I'm calling this. So we're seeing... Sh- wow, there's st- a lot of big words, man. Yeah. Streaming fragmentation. Call it that. Streaming fragmentation slash exclusives. If Can I guess at what this is? Sure. Twilight Zone being only on CBS All Access? Abso- absolutely. Perfect example. Okay. I mean, we're seeing Shutter stepping up its game and grabbing exclusives, whether that's new things, indie things that they're bringing up and getting a little bit of the bite of the apple with it's a volume play. foreign things. That, yeah, exactly. Netflix. Netflix. <laughs> Netflix has originals monthly. Uh, Hulu's doing its own shit. We've seen that with the end of the dark stuff. Mark talked about the Amazon thing. What was that called, Mark? That they're starting to strike up. Oh, monsters Ghost? and nightmares it's, or something. That's weird. I, you're seeing more of a horror wars thing happening here, and I the horror wars. I'm renaming your thing. Yeah, it's fine, and I expect that to continue. I I really do, and I think that that's a good thing, actually. I like the genre, I like uh, by and large. So we'll see how it goes. Yeah. My second pick is my volume play this year, and it's something we've talked about a lot, and it's something I drunkenly, incorrectly um, 
talked about last week. So the way we colloquially... of woman name? Yes, exactly. The way we the way we colloquially address it is the gerund of woman's name, right? A movie with a title that is a yep. gerund of the woman of woman's name, yes. right? But it also is beyond that. It's also just noun forms of words. I actually don't know the term for a word that ends in O-I-N to make it a noun, right? Possession or something like that. So it's it's your your okay. the haunting of Emily yeah. whatever the possession yeah. of Hannah post Grace that. whatever what's that we might be post that we might be post that but I don't think we are I think they're still being successful hell of a second pick you're you're okay we'll see and the curse of the second pick yeah exactly that's my second pick it's my volume play but it's a it's a flyer that's volume your volume play. play that's my volume play oh tr- my third one is not a volume play this is not a volume play dude this well good then I'll get a lot of points for it Mark. Mm. Okay. That's how I won um, this year, Jake. I guess I'm closing out the draft with this one. I'm not closing it out, but this is these are my two and three picks right here. I got um I'm going after the movies that are very blatantly riding the coattails of other movies. This is like the whatever, the Krampus effect or whatever that comes out right after Krampus. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense to me. Let me ask you a quick distinction here, because I thought about doing something like this, where aping a franchise, right? Making an Amityville movie that isn't part of the Amityville horror franchise. What are your thoughts on that? If it's just aping a franchise. If if there were a movie coming out, let's say Amityville was redone again with like, and it was a big release, everyone knew about it. Um and then there was another one that came out the same month or maybe the next month that was like the Amatoyville massacre. Right. So so proximity to a, a concurrent movie is important. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I want ones that uh, either proximity to a current movie or ones that are like very clearly with a few holiday ones. I feel like I should be allowed some of those too. There were Krampus is one that p- crops up every December of like they're clearly just naming their movie to try and get people to rent the wrong thing on purpose. Right. You're transmorphers. Yeah. It makes sense. Transmorphers, exactly. In the horror world. Okay. Uh, yeah. Good pick. Okay. My last pick is going to be Spurious Horror Medicine. I'm going after this. Uh, so this is in movies when someone has a broken leg or a syringe in the eyeball or whatever, and they just cobble together something using whatever they have around them to to help them heal or whatever, and it is absolutely not how... Anything in medicine would ever work. Recently, we've seen uh, people make syringes into a defibrillator using a car battery. (laughs) As a good example of this, that's what I'm going after. Horror medicine. Horror medicine, okay. Okay. I mean, that's something your wife is acutely uh, attuned to, so. Yes. Yeah. Fact. It's it's an interesting pick. My third one is. Make it a good one. Famous horror people appearing as creepy characters in non-horror stuff. So the example I'm using, the recent example I'm using of this is Tony Todd showing up in Riverdale as just a creepy guy with dead bodies in his truck that they meet at the gas station. You guys talk about Riverdale too much on this podcast for me to think that it's not horror stuff. We've talked about Riverdale like it's a horror. year ago. You talk it's, about it's Riverdale like to every week. It's been so long since we've talked about mm, Riverdale. Every week, dude. Uh, if we year. live on Horror Street, then Riverdale's like... On the corner, two streets over. It's okay. close, but it it's is not, not close. It's not really. It's, it's horrorish. No. It's dark. <laughs> it lives on Dark Avenue. It lives on the cross streets of Dark and Romance. Lives on Angsty Avenue. Yeah. Yikes. Okay, this is not my wheelhouse. In any case, it's, yeah. it's also, I mean, 
I think that Jamie Lee Curtis has done this too, where she's showed up and, and certainly um, Ripley. Fuck, what's that actress's name? I'm, Sigourney Weaver. Thank you, Sigourney she Weaver. She was on your Mount Rushmore, and you don't even I know. know her name. I, well, I'm drunk right now. I She has showed up in stuff where she's done something creepy and then like winked at the camera knowingly in kind of a meta show. Um, uh-huh. It's happened in Psych as well. Where it just it's a this isn't boding well for trivia famous in a horror person. <laughs> yeah. Oh shit! It's that lady who's in the thing. Oh, she has curly hair. What's her name? Yeah, exactly yeah, that one. Um, you're supposed to be my ringer. That's why I invited you. <laughs> I'm gonna do great. And at not trivia. because you're my friend. I'm gonna do okay. great at trivia. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's Hannah. We need. We have um, to get there. I know. Holy shit. Um. So yeah, famous horror cool. people stars showing up in non horror things in a creepy role. That's just great. That's my volume play. How about a simple one for my last one? Please. The last one I'm going for the reach, because apparently I get last when I go two volume plays, so why not go with the reach? Last year, the one that I wussed out on was the Great American Dystopia is what we had the note down as, and that was like basically like, hey, things are going to hell in this country. Let's make a thing that is things direct, are going to hell. Directly speaking, to that, I'm going larger scale this year, and I'm actually picking it. Climate-based horror. Climate crisis. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, It comes at nights. We're going to see quite a few of these this year because it's real, dog. Yeah. (laughs) Did spring have any climate element to it? What? Did spring have any climate element to it? I don't think spring had a volcano. Spring had, I mean, in Italy. Like, no. Spring was not climate. Okay. Well, I was just wondering. Uh, No, I think the the most climate thing we've seen recently was whatever that alligator one was what was that yeah, i was gonna ask if crawl if i crawl. think crawl so. probably does yeah. i mean we're yeah. seeing I, we're Increasingly seeing it right now weather it's, it's patterns. About, yeah. yeah we're seeing worse so to, and worse. to be clear this is just where weather is part of the no, story no. not necessarily global warming i don't think so i haven't seen crawl mark I don't you're not know supposed to call it, it global myself. warming anymore republicans Climate don't change. believe in it whatever whatever the fuck we're calling it the climate. The, I don't think Crawl is going to go out of its way to be like this. This hurricane is worse than it should be because of climate change. I, I think what we have to see is more movies. What I would like to be given credit for is more movies that are dealing with large scale climate driven disasters. And that is right. So yeah. hurricanes worse than it's ever been because of climate change. Yeah. Probably, yeah. I mean, whatever it is. There's Mark. You know, there's going to be a news scene where they talk about how climate change is making this is the worst storm Florida's ever seen. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Is that large stuff. scale climate driven disaster? Yeah. What about a what about an allegorical flick like it comes at night or they come at night or whatever? I don't get credit for that. Okay. That's too much of a removal. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Jack, I think that's going to take us the hell out of here. Well, good because Jake does that. <laughs> that's fun. This is fantasy what I- point for Jake a year ago. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Guess what, guys? This you was episode one fifty. Of the A to Z Horrorcast. That just happened. What could we have done with episode 150 besides the Grace Field? I don't want to think about it, okay? It just happened. And if you like what you're hearing, why don't you come hang out with us on our website or on either of our social media channels. Those are Facebook. Those are Twitter. Our URL. That's all down there in the description below. You can come check it out. As Jack mentioned at the top of the episode, if you are still here with us, thank you so much. And uh, you might want to consider joining our Patreon members. We have some extra stuff going on there for those of you who are that interested. If not, you just like the content, cool. We're going to keep making it for you. No problem there, but the link is down there in the description below. 
As always, the music has been coming at you from Super Bear. Their link is down there in the description with all the others. And next week, we're getting right back into it with Climax, the next Gasper No flick on our list, which is coming at you from Guess Who again. It's Mark. Yeah, two in a row. This, this is, is, this is, we have to do some gymnastics with schedules, so we're doing another Mark pick, but that's fine. He'll tell you why next week. It's all good. And until then, get your buddies, grab some beers, and go watch some horror movies. Have a great week, everybody. I don't know. Maybe that's. I don't how care the what you call it. Don't call me late for dinner, English, am I right? man. Jake and I both just said a complete sentence independently of one another at the same time. So yeah, that was I don't great. know how to proceed. <laughs>